Members of Congress expressed optimism Sunday about the prospects for reaching a deal to avoid the fiscal cliff. A fragile ceasefire between Israel and Hamas is entering its third full day, and both Israelis and Palestinians... Bottom line, Senator, if uh, the president nominates Ambassador Rice to be the next Secretary of State or some other... Supplementary question. Do you personally believe that gay people are born gay? Impact segment tonight, the Talking Points memo... Hot damn politics. 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 I'm back now with the Brain Trust panel. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Brain Trust. Brain Trust panel. These niggas won't hold me back. 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 The brain trust panel. Brain trust. Brain trust. Brain trust. Brain trust. Hot diggity damn politics. I put that shit on everything. People moving out, people moving in there Because of the color of the skin Run, 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 run but you so can't hide And I bought out a two for two Both for me and I'll set you free Rap on, brother, rap on Well, the only person talking about love Segregation, determination, demonstration, integration, aggravation, humiliation, obligation to my nation.
in order to mandate vaccines Today, how worried they should be on variant on the move the biden administration's vaccine mandates that cause holiday chaos we have been through a lot america get vaccinated we've been through a disaster a worldly event once only portrayed in disaster films or in conspiracy reddit boards it's some kind of a germ warfare tax and out of this world never could have imagined it kind of nightmare but we made it through despite some on the left saying otherwise if someone in your family isn't vaccinated should you ask them not to show up uh yes i, I would do that today though we're facing another just as scary maybe more another catastrophe that i don't think any american could have ever imagined would happen here prices surging more than they have in 30 years and there doesn't seem to be an end in sight but this time we've seen it before in places so close to home that never before felt ideologically close to home until now the inflation supply chain shortages the empty shelves the insane ways our elite in office are trying to control your money your kids your life all of this began nearly one year ago to this day and not the day most others in the mainstream media will be harping on over and over and over again for the next several weeks or years no this day is when it all went into warp speed we will be judged you and I, by how we resolve these cascading crises of our era, will we master this rare and difficult hour? But enough of looking back. Today, I want to warn you about what is coming next to prepare you, your family, and equip you to warn others, because the Great Reset is upon us. It is a masterfully an amazingly orchestrated evil plan. I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. That will change everything about the way you live. A plan that thrives off disaster, chaos, and America's decay. A plan that says goodbye to your financial freedom, your property ownership, and your overall say in how our nation is governed. A plan we must stop and stand against today before it's too late before we fall into the hands of communism, socialism, fascism, whatever ism you want to choose. It's the Great Reset. We must stop it before we cease to be a safe haven, a goal for all those around the world dreaming of freedom. So tonight, the plan, the execution that's underway, and the way we can stop it. Tonight, based on my new best-selling book, The Great Reset, Joe Biden and the rise of 21st century fascism. Hello, America. In the next 60 minutes, without a break, we are going to talk about the Great Reset. We are at a crossroads as a not only nation, but also as a way of life. 
2018 and most of 2019, our economy was booming. Everybody seemed to be benefiting. Every cross-sectional category that the left wants to divide us in, race, gender, ad nauseum, we're all working and making money at historic levels. And then COVID happened. Suddenly, leaders all over the world were in apparent lockstep overnight, using words like war footing. The United Nations and the WHO were seemingly directing this little PR campaign to attribute the COVID response to global action taken after World War I and World War II. I need you to remember this tactic because it's gonna come up a lot during this show. Global government, politicians, globalists, elites, all want you to think that we are going through a war and more importantly, reconstruction to build a new world. I, I wanna show you that this has precedence. This is not, what I'm gonna show you tonight is a new, it's not a new idea. This is a book from 1942, When the War Ends. Let me just give you a couple of lines. America is at war and we must win. Once we look to the end of this war, we see a task hardly less gigantic than victory itself. This is the task of turning our economy into peacetime uses. The first task in dealing with the future is try to foresee its outlines and its contours. This calls for bold and imaginative thinking, for provision rather than research, to get thinking into useful, lucid, vigorous writing as well. He goes on to talk about how the fulfillment of the goals, if I can quote, of this book uh, are incompatible with a system of business as usual. If business as usual is defined as a condition where prices are set by an open market, where hope of profit is the mainspring of new investment, where the government only acts as an umpire for the system of free enterprise, then we must go surely back past 1913. The world cannot retreat into the world of the free enterprise. This was written by people that were in the FDR administration. The progressive era is over. We are now in the era of the Great Reset. This is the final stage. Now, believe it or not, they're not coming out in the open calling it reconstruction. They're playing it cool uh, with all of their wording. But if you understand the wording, you'll see it everywhere. Listen to this from leaders all over the world. And enable us not just to come through this crisis, but to come back stronger and build back better. But this global pandemic has also created an opportunity to build back better. To keep drawing together our shared experience and insight and enable us to build back New Zealand even better. But the COVID-19 pandemic can also be a moment for resolving long-standing conflicts and addressing structural weaknesses. Four sets of priorities can guide the response to build back better. Build back better. The slogan was used just here. Three prime ministers and the, the freaking secretary general of the UN. It is everywhere and it predates the Biden administration. The European Commission used build back better to announce their COVID stimulus fund. The UN uses it all the time. And guess who else? The World Economic Forum. And they make it very clear 
what this seemingly harmless slogan is truly all about. Let me quote them. To build back better, we must reinvent capitalism. Did you vote for that? Because I didn't. I didn't even hear it discussed. Or one. This is why the left has declared Joe Biden as the second coming of FDR this week. This, what I'm going to show you, was written by the IMF's managing director. At the near end, she calls out three specific things. World War II, Bretton Woods, and William Beveridge. This should tell you, if you know anything about history, everything you need to know regarding how the global elite view the times that we are living in right now. Let me explain. In the middle of World War II, leftist academics in the UK were plotting the use of war footing to initiate a full-on socialist takeover of Britain. It was Winston Churchill that stood in their way but he was quickly brushed out of office after war. The London School of Economics, they, were, they had two competing voices. There was William Beveridge, who the IMF director just admired uh, and sold to the WEF, and an economist named F.A. Hayek. You remember who Hayek is. He's the guy who wrote The Road to Serfdom. Hayek was the guy trying to warn everyone that this plan was being hatched, how socialists were looking to make countries' wartime powers permanent. The Labor Party and Beveridge, they were crafting proposals to begin the nationalization of industry. The Labor Party, the Socialist Party in Europe, issued a pamphlet called The Old World and the New Society. Listen to their main points and see if any of this sounds familiar. No return to unplanned competitive world of the interwar years in which a privileged few were maintained at the expense of the common good. Don't return back to normal. A planned society must replace the old competitive system, an end to free market capitalism and merit. The basis for our democracy must be planned production for community use. We're all stakeholders in this. We can't just go for profit. As a necessary prerequisite to the reorganization of society, the main wartime controls in industry and agriculture should be maintained. This is before the Great Reset, way before the Great Reset. This is why they are always comparing today to World War II or World War I. This is why the left has declared Joe Biden as the second coming of FDR. And the mention of Bretton Woods, no big deal. It's just the single largest event that changed the international monetary system in history. It's what made America number one and put old empires into the dusty annals of history. This is why the understanding of the Great Reset is so important, and the Biden administration is leading the charge towards 21st century fascism. I want you to listen to John Kerry. Here he is addressing the World Economic Forum about the Great Reset. Are we expecting too much too soon uh, from the new president, or is he going to deliver first day uh, on these uh, topics? Uh, the answer to your question is no, you're not expecting too much, and yes, it will happen.
And I think it will happen with greater speed and with greater intensity than a lot of people might imagine. It will happen with greater speed and intensity than people might imagine. The way we make a living, the culture, the entire country, the entire Western free world is being fundamentally changed. And it is going on every day right under our noses. The book, The Great Reset, Joe Biden and the Rise of 21st Century Fascism, goes into all of the details. But my goal tonight is to give you a little glimpse of what you are going to read. After tonight's show, uh, after reading the book, you'll be able to fully answer any question someone might have on what's going on. So what is going on? Well, let me show you what we have what we, where we are, and what we're headed towards. And this all has to do with the free market and stakeholder capitalism. The free market is where somebody has an idea, you, and you think, I can make somebody's life a lot easier if I just make whatever, I build it, and I sell it. So you do that. And there's no regulation on it. You, you make it, you sell it, it's your idea. And you either have the success or the failure. Now, if you have success, you think maybe there's a lot of people that would like this, but I don't have the money. The government protects this idea as yours because of a patent. So you take this idea and you go to the stock market or you just go to a bunch of friends and you say, I'm going to share, I'm going to sell shares in my idea and I'm going to raise the money so I can make more of these things. Then you and the people who are shareholders, you either share the profit or the failure. That's the free market. And it all revolves around somebody having an idea of making somebody else's, uh, somebody else's life easier. And then others saying, well, I want to be a part of that. It all revolves around you and the needs of people. Where we are now is crony capitalism. This is why it doesn't work anymore. This is where all of this happens, but then companies get really big and governments go corrupt. And so the government picks and chooses winners. They say, oh, you know what? Uh, no, that's social media. That, that platform's very important. The other one's not. They protect the winners they, by using and creating new laws, usually written by the corporations, they enact these new laws, they enforce things selectively, it becomes totally corrupt. You are now having to pay to play, or you're just having to have a whole bunch of lobbyists to be able to get your idea the one that is protected. That's crony capitalism. That's what we have now. It doesn't work. It's bad, because it's all corrupt. So our choices are that one, which Winston Churchill said is bad, but it's the best of the rest. You also have communism, where the state owns everything, including you, your right to live, your right to eat, all of your rights. You either obey or they kill you. That's communism. Fascism is a public-private partnership. The government proves and directs business, banking, sales, all of it. The experts lead, and they look at the country and say, what, is the what does the country need to be able to compete and be successful? We need more widgets. So they approve 
a company with private ownership to make those widgets. The minute that company falls out of line with the government, those people no longer own that company or they just disappear in the middle of night because under fascism, it again is obey or die. That brings us to stakeholder capitalism. All right, so what is that? Just like when John Kerry stated to the WEF, a lot of things are happening lately that, that are happening at just rapid speed and intensity. And what, what is really going on? It's almost as if you need a Rosetta Stone. Why, what, what is stakeholder capitalism? Why, why are we asking for that? Why are large corporations all going woke and wading into political debates? Why did the stock market substantially go up despite one of the biggest global economic collapses in history? The supply chain collapses, nobody's able to really do business, and the stock market goes up? How are housing prices skyrocketing today when now the average person can't afford it? Why is Washington, D.C. spending trillions of dollars more than the government takes in? And why is it that nobody seems worried about inflation? What are the central banks all over the world talking about when they're talking about creating their own digital currencies? Why are social media giants scrambling to stifle speech at every turn? Why are parents being silenced? Why are you not in charge of your children? Why were the size and scope of the corona-related stimulus programs so incredibly huge, and yet they did not go to the average person? Why did government officials distribute thousands of dollars to families who never lost their jobs or suffered any economic hardships during the pandemic, and yet businesses that were struggling to keep their doors open or stay alive got nothing? Why were massive corporations like Home Depot allowed to stay open during the COVID-19 pandemic while our local True Value hardware was forced to close? Why is it I can get onto a plane and I have to wear a mask in between bites on a plane that has all kinds of controls on cleaning the air, but I can go into any restaurant and as soon as I sit down, I don't have to wear a mask? Why has President Joe Biden worked so hard to impose coronavirus vaccine mandates on Americans, regardless of whether they have developed a natural immunity? Why aren't we talking about natural immunity? Why are people who have been vaccinated forced in many states to still wear masks in public places, even if there's nobody really there? Every single answer is the same. Every single question is connected. It is all part of a radical transformation of government and society into a heavily top-down system, one where you will not own anything, to quote them, by 2030 you won't own anything and you'll like it. You won't make your own decisions. You won't operate your own business outside of their utopian system. It is the Great Reset. Tonight I wanna to answer probably the most important question you're asking right now, Okay, what, so wait, what does that mean for me? Let me start with the first question I just asked. Why is the left suddenly calling for something called stakeholder capitalism? Here's the head of the World Economic Forum, literally the one who wrote the book on it. 
The World Economic Forum has been trying to teach it ever since, but it has been taught since the turn of last century, and it is everywhere now. And it has gone way beyond history. Klaus Schwab, or the people in Davos, Fortune Magazine is now singing its praises. Stakeholder capitalism. American corporations are running PR for it. It's even been pushed into universities all across the country. This is one from Harvard. It is everywhere. Everywhere you get your news media from, every company that you buy things from, work at, universities that are educating or re-educating your children, they are all on board. But again, what is it? Well, I just showed you how um, the free market works. I showed you how um, communism works, corrupt capitalism, and fascism. I mentioned F.A. Hayek earlier and the socialists in his days who were trying to push something they called competitive capitalism. It's just really window dressing for socialism. Stakeholder capitalism is what we're talking about today. It's exactly the same thing, except it is more like window dressing for 21st century fascism. Stakeholder capitalism is a system where companies are forced to prioritize climate, social justice, and governance over supply, demand, and profits. So how does this affect you? Well, in the free market, your demands are prioritized by companies because you matter. You are the market. You are the one they want you to come in and buy their product. So you drive things. Under stakeholder capitalism, you don't get the products you want. You don't get the cars or the houses or energy. You get what is politically approved. It is indeed a public-private partnership, and they talk about it at length, a public-private partnership. That is the beginning of fascism. You see, they're no longer in business of providing you with what products you want. They're now in it to make money based off their relationship with the government and the thing the government is trying to promote. Brings us into my next question. Why are large corporations all woke and wading into political debates? Well, we remember Nike did an ad campaign for a bad quarterback whose main claim to fame was demonizing the entire country because apparently all cops are racist. Oh, and they actually gave him an Emmy for it. Very brave. Gillette, not to be outdone, did an ad that featured a father teaching his transgender son to shave. Dick's Sporting Goods came out against guns. Gucci began donating to gun control activists. What the hell is going on? Go woke? Go broke? That seems like that makes sense, but no, it's apparently a good business model. All these companies are doing it. Why? What do they know that you do? the best at offering a good explanation they have gone way off the woke deep end lately whether running love is love ads in hungary or having their employees take training courses on the evils of being white the course wanted to remind everyone to quote try to be less white coke is it and here's the woke train so rather than just submitting annual financial reports they now publish business and sustainability at the future 
Their annual report now includes sections such as how much they invest to give back to the community, how much they're investing in women entrepreneurs, what's their track record on human rights, and what is their carbon footprint? I just like a good sugary soda. That's what I want Coke to do. I want to show you the text from a speech Janet Yellen just gave to the G20 last year. She's the head of our treasury. She lays out perfectly what going woke is really all about. Quote, over the last several years, ESG investing has increased tremendously. ESG fund assets have grown from just $10 billion in 2015 in March 2021. Okay, so I'm, I'm a little confused. Is it really about saving the planet from fossil fuels and white supremacists, or is it about the dollar bill? She goes on, and check this out, quote, while we have been discussing ESG principles and indicators for infrastructure in the G20, the private sector has launched ESG infrastructure initiatives. I commend these efforts and would urge greater collaboration between government and private sector initiatives. So according to our own treasury, the government is already working on infrastructure while the private sector is revamping to get in line. This is why we've suddenly got a wave of com co uh, companies pressuring state governments to get in line with the federal government. Hundreds of billions of dollars and soon trillions of dollars are now being moved all across the chessboard. Let me explain the difference here. First, let's start with the free market. As I just explained just a few minutes, it revolves around you. Let me be really clear. Here I am, a big fat guy, and I love McDonald's and I love McDonald's shakes. Okay? So all I want is a shake. All I want is a, you know, a, a burger and fries. They're the best. The free market decides where the McDonald's is, okay? The government doesn't come in. What happens is they do research and they say, where are there a lot of fat people that really like shakes and fries? We should build a McDonald's there. And that's where they build them. It's not by chance, it's by the market. How many people around want McDonald's? Let's build it there. This is the free market. Stakeholder capitalism is quite different. Here I am, the big fat guy, and all I want is a burger and fries, but the government says, you're too fat. You're hurting us in healthcare. You're, you're hurting us in longevity of life, and you're ugly to look at. I mean, put the burger down, man. So what does stakeholder capitalism do? See, shareholder capitalism is saying build the McDonald's because people are going to buy it and you'll make money off of it. Stakeholder capitalism is the government and companies saying, you know what? We should not have all these fat people. So I'm going to build a garden utopia. Uh, and it's all going to have just rabbit food, stuff this guy's not going to want to eat. But we're going to punish McDonald's. We're going to tax them. We're going to make sure that they go out of business. And then we're going to help pick the garden utopia so people cannot be fat anymore. 
That is stakeholder capitalism. What has this company done to help these people? It has nothing to do with you and your desires, your needs, your wants. So they've come up with ESG, Environmental, Social Justice, and Governance. These scores will go all the way to you, which I'll show you in a minute. Environmental, energy, water, land. How much land do you have? Are you dedicating that to a preserve? How about water? What's your water usage? What's your energy usage? Are you using renewables? How many cars do you have? How much gas do you use? Environmental, E, that score will go down if you don't have a house that has solar panels, if you're a company that engages at all with dirty fuels. Social justice, how woke are you? Have you told your people to be less white? Are you anti-police? Is it okay to uh, protest and march and burn down cities for BLM, but definitely not you know, because you are against the vaccine mandates? then great, you're gonna do great on social justice scores. And governance, your business, how many women do you employ? How many minorities? Who's on the board of directors? Here's the great thing. When it comes to stakeholder capitalism, it's not shareholder, it's not you. It's the stakeholders. It's the government, the governments of the world, the banks, and the businesses. But you know how they have a board of directors? Yeah, the government has what in uh, ESG land is called a golden stake. So even after all of this, if the company says, yeah, but we're not going to do that. that, that's just not good for us. The golden stake can be driven through their heads by the government, and they will say, no, you are doing this. That's ESG. Now, that's the lever that they are using, as Janet Yellen just mentioned, ESG, Environmental, Socialist, uh, Social, and Governance. Basically, if a bank or a company doesn't meet the standards of those three metrics, then they're giving a load grade that looks similar to a credit score. Credit doesn't matter. How are you in the, on the environment? How are you with women's issues? What happens when you get a low or failing credit rating? Well, you're locked out because that's not the direction the world is going. And so you become a risk to the bank and to the community. So will this affect you? I wanna show you something. We were recently given this screenshot from somebody that has assets at Merrill Lynch. They now have been assigned an ESG score of 4.7. Now imagine if you got an email from a bank or an insurance company, maybe even your employer, stating that your credits had dropped to 470. Imagine what they could do to you. The framework is exactly the same, and it is being implemented at the very top. Much of the groundwork for the Great Reset was laid out back in 2015, but they lacked serious crisis to kick it into high gear. Can I ask you a question? Who's actually following the Paris Climate Agreement back in 2015? Because I wasn't. Usual junk, talk about it at the time, saving the planet from imminent, you know, spontaneous fiery floods or whatever. The moment Donald Trump descended that escalator, pretty much all the media went attention in that direction. Paris Climate Accords. 
There was hardly any critical analysis on the scarcely disclosed side details. The Paris Agreement was crazy. We had to be in it. But it wasn't about cutting fossil fuels. It was really about the first half, finances. It was about the redistribution of wealth and permanently altering the global financial system. I want you to check this out in the fine print. Quote, Article 2.1c of the Paris Agreement mandates country parties to make financial flows consistent with a pathway towards low greenhouse gas emissions and climate resilient development. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So all participating members, including us, now have to alter their banking practices? How did we miss it? No one was looking for it. Who can afford to alter their business model around vague rules regarding the environment and social justice? Well, I'll tell you who can do that. Giant global corporations. They can afford to absorb the losses and make the transition. They will get bigger. Sorry, small businesses. You're all screwed. They also will help write all of the rules because they have the money for Washington or Brussels or wherever those laws are going to be written. This is what they think of you. Of course, large businesses like Amazon uh, and McDonald's, for example, can, can and perhaps should pay more. But I'm, I'm wondering, what is your plan for smaller businesses? How does this, in your view, affect mom-and-pop businesses who are just struggling to keep their doors open, keep workers on the payroll right now? Well, they shouldn't be doing it by paying people low wages. We don't want uh, low-wage businesses. Okay, can't afford... You can't afford things like big companies can, so we don't want you. They loathe you. They hate everything about you and the system we have. They see you and me and all of us as one thing. It was crazy. We had to be in it. But it wasn't about cutting fossil fuels. It was really about the first half, finances. It was about the redistribution of wealth and permanently altering the global financial system. I want you to check this out in the fine print. Quote, Article 2.1c of the Paris Agreement mandates country parties to make financial flows consistent with a pathway towards low greenhouse gas emissions and climate resilient development. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So all participating members, including us, now have to alter their banking practices? How did we miss it? No one was looking for it. Who can afford to alter their business model around vague rules regarding the environment and social justice? Well, I'll tell you who can do that. Giant global corporations. They can afford to absorb the losses and make the transition. They will get bigger. Sorry, small businesses. You're all screwed. They also will help write all of the rules because they have the money for Washington or Brussels or wherever those laws are going to be written. This is what they think of you. Of course, large businesses like Amazon uh, and McDonald's, for example, can, can and perhaps should pay more. But I'm, I'm wondering, what is your plan for smaller businesses? How does this, in your view, affect mom and pop businesses who are just struggling to keep their doors open, keep workers on the payroll right now? Well, they shouldn't be doing it by paying people low wages. We don't want uh, low-wage businesses. Okay, can't afford... You can't afford things like big companies can, so we don't want you. They loathe you. They hate everything about you and the system we have. They see you and me and all of us as one thing. 
collateral damage. Just watch. As this begins to escalate, they hold press conferences publicly shaming and bragging about the companies that are forced out of business due to non-compliance. The Obama administration was well on board on this. Is there any question now why Trump pulled us out of the Paris Accords? You don't mess with people's money and their lives. But that's exactly what the global elites began plotting back in 2015, to follow your money and choke it off at the source. There was a side meeting conducted in Paris between the world's leading financial institutions. Two organizations took the lead setting up the framework to fundamentally alter global finance. It was the World Bank and the UN. Together, they outlined what is now called the United Nations Environment Program Finance Initiative. They brought together 230 banks and insurance companies to draft a methodology that would bend the private sector to the will of the government by using banks as a pressure point. You remember when they started talking about taking guns away and just making it too difficult for gun stores to make money, get loans, have insurance? This is the Great Reset, except it's on everything. I want to show you a graphic from their own report. It shows exactly what they're trying to do. They plan on completely turning off the money involved in what they call high-carbon economy and redirect it to green companies. But remember, that's only the E in ESG. The graphic shows again here what they have to gain. All the dividends will go to the investors. Investors, think like BlackRock who I told you about on other shows and who have pledged to only invest in companies that are making this transition. They are the largest investment firm ever in humankind on planet Earth. They direct funds to the banks that bend the knee, who then give to green companies, and all the profits flow back to the people at the top, the ones that are pushing this whole damn thing it before anyone else gets their foot in the door. This is why they must push going green now before technology is even ready for it. Control, control, control. We have a war to fight. This is the methodology they worked up and really announced to the world in 2015. The first thing they had to do was align the banks toward what governments were to write policy on. It was a four-step process. One, measuring. They had to come up with a system that rated both banks and companies on their risk to the climate. I'll come back to this in a second, but it sounds an awful lot like a cr climate credit score, doesn't it? Setting targets was number two. Once a business or a person has been weighed and measured, then they show you what you need to do to improve to stay in business. Three, reorienting or steering this is where the money is either refocused or halted altogether because somebody is pushing back. You'll see this a little later on in the program. But those who don't toe the line will be a victim to what they call exclusion measures. Wow, how very Stalin and fascistic exclusion me uh, measures. The next one is tracking progress. This is where they make you stand in line once you're firmly under their boot. Forget this for a second that the bankers seem to be making decisions that run counter to their business models, you know, making money.
We are abandoning the free market system. Now, how is any of this legal? Well, they're not, they're not doing anything the Constitution says they can't do. This is all people's choice. They're all just, that's it. Just people, big companies are just making these choices. Banks are just making new choices. Their own graphic from their own reports clearly show the entire reason for all of this is to reap the financial benefits. There is a ton of cash out there, and they're going to gobble all of it up. Surely, governments, especially ours, would make sure that these big banks and big businesses would not just steal everyone blind on the planet. Again, from their own reporting, they openly brag about collusion between banks and governments. They even list a U.S. investor group that met regularly with members of Congress and communications with Obama. I wonder if any of those members of Congress were from the GOP. Gee, GOP, you should find out before I give you the answer. Why do I kind of doubt that the majority are from the GOP? I wonder how many members of Congress began reorienting some of their own portfolios to, uh, to include some of these green investment firms and green companies once they got word on what was coming. If you think this was stopped by Donald Trump pulling out of the Paris Accord, I've got some bad news for you. I want to show you a list of banks that were full-on partners with the UN and Paris Accords. You don't see many American banks. Whew, that's good. Certainly not any big names. Can you imagine the uproar with both within the government and people and businesses if they knew that banks like, say, like Bank of America, Chase Manhattan, were now taking marching orders from climate activists at the UN and World Economic Forum? Would you maybe consider refinancing your home with someone outside of that ridiculousness? I know I would. I know I would remove the funds from banks like that. I already have. I would go down and, uh, and just do that right now. And, you know, I, I would assume we're not actual people or money, you know. None of these banks really catch an eye at all, if you look at it, until this one, because this one caught my eye. It's from America. I'd never heard of it. The Amalgamated Bank? Doesn't that sound like something from the you know, Spider-Man world. It was one of the few U.S. institutions that was an original signatory, Paris Climate Accords. It is also the largest owned union bank in the country. They're owned by Workers United, which is the affiliate of SEIU. I mentioned earlier in the show that the World Bank and UN were collaborating at the global level back in 2015, and U.S. financial institutions were basically a no-show. But a banking group in the Netherlands took their methodology and created a private organization called Partnership for Carbon Accounting Financials, or PCAF. In 2018, Amalgamated Bank here in America took their private model based off the UN Paris Accord Initiative and led the charge to begin implementation here in America. After all, it's a public-private partnership. Remember that graphic I showed you earlier that someone had showed their ESG score from Merrill Lynch? If actually when you start receiving these, you will notice how they allocate these scores. To put it mildly, it's a little vague. 
Here's a quick representation for how they're going to start grading you. And it comes directly from a PCAF report on the entire system. You will be graded with your risk assessed based on the things and services you buy, how much electricity you use. If you own a business, how much travel is involved? How much do you make your employees commute? How many buildings or houses do you own? How many company vehicles are there? What exactly do you invest in? On and on. And if your score is too high or not with the government and the banks and the corporations, you'll be deemed a high risk and you'll be given a low score. Now, if you think anyone will be excluded from this, that, oh, this is just for the corporations, I want you to look again at who would and what will be affected. Again, from their own disclosures, personal mortgages, commercial real estate, business loans, listed equity, energy finance, and even your car loan. This is every single aspect of your financial life and future. And we haven't even gotten to the kids and schools. Are you concerned yet? This has not gone mainstream, and today on radio, I talked to several people, one in New Hampshire, I talked to the treasurer in West Virginia, uh, Texas, the comptroller here in Texas. There are moves being made, but they must be made at the local and state level, and it is urgent that you call your representative today, tonight, right to them. Now, the U.S. banks were a no-show at the U.N. and Paris Accord. But let's see who shows up now at the private PCAF group that nobody knows. Oh, oh, crap. It's Bank of America and Citi and uh, Co-America and Morgan Stanley. And these are just the banks that had the balls to come out about it to the public. So who else has adopted the U.N.'s methodology? Did they do it in a way to avoid the U.N.? Who's pissed off that their climate footprint will soon be given a credit score to measure their financial risk? This is insane. This is 21st century fascism. There's no other name for it. It was called that and laid out at the turn of last century. Now, this was all set for an initial test run by 2019. Bank of America has already gone public that they are adopting this radical new reinvention of the financial system. This is the way the government under Joe Biden is going to force big corporations into bed while crushing their smaller competitors. You'll notice he keeps talking about those big corporations. I urge them to make sure that everybody is mandated, even if the Supreme Court says no. They will do all of this by applying pressure life savings. A lot of changes are going to happen this year. And by and large, we have missed it. The leaders of 450 banks met in Paris just two years ago to announce they are all in on their commitment to pushing forward. I want to show you a quote from that meeting. We will promote social justice policies to reduce inequalities, including through support to tax, redistributive and domestic resource optimization approaches, social safety nets, or and insurance schemes. 
gee, I wonder why they wouldn't, why they would want to deny all this and wouldn't want it out in the public. But it's gone so far, they don't mind that you know it. Does it sound like they have your best interest in mind? I want you to see the opening line. And remember, these are bankers that wrote this. Quote, we, public development banks of the world, gathered for the first time here in Paris, commit to support the transformation of the global economy and societies. If that's not hair-raising, terrifying, I don't know what is. It's not scary at all. I mean, I mean, after all, nobody's including you in any of this. One month after that meeting, the UN Finance Initiative met in December and published this report. These are the preliminary results from two years of testing and what we're all about to see right now. They called it a pilot program that went into effect in 2019. These are the banks that are involved. Again, you'll hardly notice any U.S. banks. The framework to the U.S. through a private Now, we can assume the same timeline was being followed over here, which matches up with moves from Bank of America, and most recently, this statement from Citibank. There are no punches pulled in this report. They make it very clear what's about to happen. Quote, achieving net zero emissions will require an entire whole economy transition. Every company, every bank, every insurer, every investor will have to adjust their business models. End quote. Multiple case studies were published spanning two years of testing. There's a bank in France that laid out what they called climate vulnerability index. In other words, your climate credit score. Check this out. The approach aims to assess transition risks by quantifying the marginal impact of the climate scenario on the credit rating of the borrowers for a set of priority sectors under the assumption that the borrower does not adapt to this scenario. So bend the knee or lose your credit. But let's say you do put your foot down. Let's say that I, as a business owner, say, to hell with all of you. This is Orwellian. report makes it very clear. Anyone caught out of compliance and unwilling to conform will be dealt with through what they call exclusion policies. This Belgian bank announced a complete shutoff of financing, including insurance, for all coal-related products as well as energy companies that use any kind of coal. Hold on, y'all. Hold on, y'all. I got to run that back. I don't know if y'all really heard what this man just said, what he's describing. Going to run that back just a tad bit. This is really important to understand the framework because it's not here in America just yet. They model it in Europe and then bring it here. And we're going to talk about that tonight. We're going to talk about what, under what guides are they bringing that framework to this country. All right? So let's, let, me, let, me, let me go let's go back just a tag because my man is dropping it. Here we go. Bank? Doesn't that sound like something from the, you know, Spider-Man world? It was one of the few U.S. institutions that was an original signatory, Paris Climate Accords. It is also the largest owned union bank in the country. They're owned by Workers United, which is the affiliate of SEIU. 
I mentioned earlier in the show that the World Bank and UN were collaborating at the global level back in 2015, and U.S. financial institutions were basically a no-show. But a banking group in the Netherlands took their methodology and created a private organization called Partnership for Carbon Accounting Financials, or PCAF. In 2018, Amalgamated Bank here in America took their private model based off the UN Paris Accord Initiative and led the charge to begin implementation here in America. After all, it's a public-private partnership. Remember that graphic I showed you earlier that someone had showed their ESG score from Merrill Lynch? If, actually when, you start receiving these, you will know. Mildly, it's a little vague. Here's a quick representation for how they're going to start grading you. And it comes directly from a PCAF report on the entire system. You will be graded with your risk assessed based on the things and services you buy, how much electricity you use, if you own a business, how much travel is involved, how much do you make your employees commute, how many buildings or houses do you own? How many company vehicles are there? What exactly do you invest in? On, not with the government and the banks and the corporations, you'll be deemed a high risk and you'll be given a low score. Now, if you think anyone will be excluded from this, that, oh, this is just for the corporations, I want you to look again at who would and what will be affected. Again, from their own disclosures, personal mortgages, commercial real estate, business loans, listed equity, energy finance, and even your car loan. This is every single aspect of your financial life and future. And we haven't even gotten to the kids in schools. Are you concerned yet? This has not gone mainstream, and today on radio, I talked to several people, one in New Hampshire, I talked to the Treasury in West Virginia, uh, Texas, the comptroller here in Texas. There are moves being made, but they must be made at the local and state Call your representative today, tonight, write to them. We're a no-show at the UN and Paris Accord. But let's see who shows up now at the private PCAF group that nobody knows. Oh, oh crap. It's Bank of America and Citi and uh, Co-America and Morgan Stanley. And these are just the banks that had the balls to come out about it to the public. So who else has adopted the UN's methodology? Did they do it in a way to avoid the UN and Paris Accord public lists and avoid scrutiny? Who's pissed off that their climate footprint will soon be given a credit score to measure their financial risk? This is insane. This is 21st century fascism. There's no other name for it. It was called that and laid out at the turn of last century. Now, this was all set for an initial test run by 2019. Bank of America has already gone public that they are adopting this radical new reinvention of the financial system. This is the way the government under Joe Biden is going to force big corporations into bed 
while crushing their smaller competitors. You'll notice he keeps talking about those big corporations. I urge them to make sure that everybody is mandated, even if the Supreme Court says no. They will do all of this by applying pressure through banks that you and I have trusted with our life savings. A lot of changes are going to happen this year. And by and large, we have missed it. The leaders of 450 banks met in Paris just two years ago to announce they are all in on their commitment to pushing forward. I want to show you a quote from that meeting. Promote social justice policies to reduce inequalities, including through support to tax, redistributive and domestic resource optimization approaches, social safety nets, or and insurance schemes. Gee, I wonder why they wouldn't, why they would want to deny all this and wouldn't want it out in the public. But it's gone so far, they don't mind that you know it. Does it sound like they have your best interest in mind? I want you to see the opening line. And remember, these are bankers that wrote this. Quote, we, public development banks of the world, gathered for the first time here in Paris, commit to support the transformation of the global economy and societies. If that's not hair-raising, terrifying, I don't know what is. It's not scary at all. I mean, I mean, after all, nobody's including you in any of this. One month after that meeting, the UN Finance Initiative met in December and published this report. These are the preliminary results from two years of testing and what we're all about to see right now. They called it a pilot program that went into effect in 2019. These are the banks that are involved. Again, you'll hardly notice any U.S. banks listed outside of Labor Union Amalgamated Bank, but they brought the framework to the U.S. through a private entity. Now, we can assume the same timeline was being followed over here, which matches up with moves from Bank of America, and most recently, this statement from Citibank. There are no punches pulled in this report. They make it very clear what's about to happen. Quote, achieving net zero emissions will require an entire whole economy transition. Every company, every bank, every insurer, every investor will have to adjust their business models. End quote. Multiple case studies were published spanning two years of testing. There's a bank in France that laid out what they called climate vulnerability index. In other words, your climate credit score. Check this out. The approach aims to assess transition risks by quantifying the marginal impact of the climate scenario on the credit rating of the borrowers for a set of priority sectors under the assumption that the borrower does not adapt to this scenario. So bend the knee or lose your credit. But let's say you do put your foot down. Let's say that I, as a business owner, say, to hell with all of you. This is Orwellian. What happens? Section 4 of the report makes it very clear. Anyone caught out of compliance and unwilling to conform will be dealt with through what they call exclusion policies. This Belgian bank announced a complete shutoff of financing, including insurance, for all coal-related products as well as energy companies that use any kind of coal. It brings it a little more chilling when you hear people say, we should cut off people's health care if they don't do what the government says. 
All of this is being copied by the private bank organization here in the U.S. The bank that brought that framework to America, Amalgamated, stated that during the year of testing, 90% of their operations had been brought under this revamped financial system. 90%. And if you think nothing will change because I don't own a business, think again. Here are the listed areas that will be affected from their own research. Quote, residential mortgages, commercial real estate, business lending, and project finance. Other disclosures listed auto loans as well. So whether you're buying a car, a house, starting a small business, investing in the stock market, just checking out your 401k, everything will be monitored and touched by this. They have covered all of the bases to use finance to force a public-private oligarchy. The UN Finance Initiative even lists the partnerships with insurance companies. Imagine how badly that's going to be abused. And if they can't get you as a climate risk, don't worry. Social issues, they have that section. They aim to, quote, clarify how human rights and a wider social issue relate to the activities of finance institutions. Whatever the hell that's supposed to mean. I personally think President Trump knew what was coming. I believe that's why he ordered the OCC to require large banks to provide fair access to bank services, capital, and credit right before he left. The rule went into effect the week before he left office. But it also puts into context, entirely new context, when Joe Biden, week one, when he became president, promptly put that, hold, uh, that rule on hold. This is the strategy to take control. Everything else is a game. If they have your money, they have everything. They've already chosen who will survive and who will not. And if you want to know who wins, well, may the odds always be in your favor. Hunger Games. If this continues, it'll be two classes, the government and the corporate elites, Coca-Cola, Walmart, big tech. If your balance sheet shows profits in the tens of hundreds of millions of dollars, you're safe. If not, as this Democrat said, of course, large businesses like Amazon uh, and McDonald's, for example, can, can and perhaps should pay more. But I'm, I'm wondering, what is your plan for smaller businesses? How does this, in your view, affect mom and pop businesses who are just struggling to keep their doors open, keep workers on the payroll right now? Well, they should be doing it by paying people low wages. Got it. Why were massive corporations allowed to stay open during the COVID-19 pandemic? Everybody else had to close. That's the answer. They don't want you, they don't like you, and your collateral damage in the Great Reset. A small business can defy the system. They operate outside of the government corporate oligarchy. That makes you public enemy number one. And ESG is merely a framework for control. It's all about forced compliance and establishing that public-private partnership. Today, ESG stands for environment, social, and governance. But tomorrow, that can be changed to elephants, shoes, and golf. Who's in control? Who is changing the system? There is so much more to talk about here. Um, I, I know you must be thinking, okay, this is, I mean, this is crazy, and surely our constitutional system will step in at some point, provide a safeguard. There's got to be a roadblock. There really isn't. Uh, this is something that is beyond the Constitution. Uh, they have figured out an end run of the Constitution. However, 
I don't believe I have ever been as optimistic, uh, especially on this particular topic, ever. Things are changing. The minute you start to understand what this is and how it's going to be used against you and that it's not a conspiracy, everything is 100% verifiable, then you say to yourself, well, I got to get my money out of the big banks. I want to go to a local bank, make sure that they're not part of any of this. Uh, I'm not going to invest the way I have been investing. I'm certainly not going to invest in companies like BlackRock. Uh, I, I'm going to make sure that this is really the number one litmus test for the election, because this is not about politics. This isn't about Republicans or Democrats. This is about a global elite. This isn't about Marxism or socialism or communism. This is about global power elites that are putting you in a box. It's a circular. It's the government decide what needs to be done along with the businesses and the banks decide to fund whichever business. And the experts say, yep, that's good. And back up to the government. And you're in the middle of it. It has nothing to do with you. By the way, you are a stakeholder in this system, meaning that when you go and vote for your elected representative, you voiced your opinion. Have you heard any of your politicians, anyone in Washington talking about this yet? If they don't know what the Great Reset is, they need to be fired. They need to go home. If they know what it is and they're willing to help you stand up, then those are the people that should serve in Washington, D.C. I have so much more on this. We're going to continue to discuss this uh, issue on theblazetv.com uh, slash Glenn. Use the Great Reset. Become a member. And don't forget, grab the book. All WGHE Radio presents Hot Damn Politics. Queen of the two lands, Nefertiti. Egypt cries out for your help. The menacing Hyksos have invaded the minds of your people and have set up their own capital at BTR. For BTR, they have disrupted many of our communication routes. We must stop their conquest before it is too late. Here at WGAG Radio, we are safe from immediate attack. Although the Hyksos have the gall to demand tribute, we may need to supply troops and arms to our compatriots to the north to help repel the Hyksos incursion. They will look to you, almighty Nefertiti, for support. But now, we too have a new weapon. Our wise military leaders have become proficient in the use of the dreaded sounds of Nuwapu, and we shall turn it back upon our enemies and drive them before us. If only our trouble was limited to the north. Reports from our southern border show that the black devils are once again taking advantage and distracted the minds of your people, and if the Nuwapians are to emerge intact from these turbulent times, much will be required of you. Your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to break the spell of ignorance with Nuwapu, 
As always, if you are a member of the Brain Trust's caught or killed, WGAG will disavow any knowledge of your actions. This tape will self-destruct in five seconds. Good luck, Nephew Keith.
welcome the brain trust, the brain trust. Brain trust, the brain trust. tonight, man. What's up, Pure Bloods? What's up with the Pure Bloods in the building tonight? This is how we got a good show tonight, man. We got a lot to talk about, a lot to build on, man. These these cats, they they not stopping. They're, they're moving full steam ahead. They got everybody talking about Will Smith with that fake ass slap and everything else, and they're not and they're missing. When they like to drop the clues, when they like to drop the hints, when they like to drop the breadcrumbs, they can't pick it up. But for those who understand where the breadcrumbs lie, we pick them up. We pick them up and we see. See, the name of the game is to know. I will always say this, one of the the, the greatest fucking lines I heard in, in a Dr. York class is, you have to make it your business to know. You once knew. That that always gets me. Every time I hear it, you once knew and you were worshipped. So you have to make it your business to know. 
All right, so that's what we do here, man. That's what we do. We do our best to do it. Man, it's good to see everybody in the building tonight for some hot damn politics, man. Is y'all ready? Is you ready? Are y'all ready tonight? I'm ready, man. I'm fired up. Um, I don't know if we're going to be going in the OT, man. I got an uh, early morning uh, presentation. Um, it's a good thing, a uh, really good thing. I like giving presentations, man. I love um, helping people, and I love um, presenting and, and selling because I can, I can sell you. I can, I can present, and that shit is fun to me. It's like a game. It's like a game of ball. I get high off of it. I get high off of a close. You understand me? I get high off of closing deals. But that, that shit is an adrenaline rush for me. So um, it's like sports. It's like sport. You understand? All this shit is like sport. I do this when I do this on hot damn politics. How, how doing shows, hot damn politics is like sport to me. You know what I'm saying? When when them, when that shit be playing, when that when when Tupac get to going, we get Tupac get to going. Y'all don't y'all don't see me because I don't be on cam. But I be in this bitch. I I shadow box. I I get fired up. I'm doing my thing. I'm do, I'm, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to go. <laughs> you understand me? That's just how I'm wired. That's how I do. And I'm thankful for it, man. It's a good fucking thing. Fucking thing talking about out here. You're not going to scare enough. You're not going to scare none of the WGAG family about what they got going on out here for the rest of these buffoons who cannot see what they're getting ready to throw. But we can catch it all. That's the thing you have to be able to do, baby. When somebody is throwing shit at you, you catch it. You can dodge it, too, if you so choose to. You know what I'm saying? You can, you can. You can dodge it. You can, you can, you know, you can do your Muhammad Ali. You can do your Floyd Mayweather. You can duck it, give it the shoulder shimmy and shit like that and go for the counterpunch. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that uh, no matter what these folks out here do, whatever they got planned for the masses, um, as long as we know what it is that we're looking at, we can always be able to handle whatever it is that, that's there. We'll stay in the center of it all. You know what I'm saying? When you stay in the center, when you are in the middle of the eye of the storm, that is where is the calmness. You know what I'm saying? Where everything else is an influx, everything else is being caught up by the whirlwind, getting tossed 30 miles here, 20 miles there, getting thrown all the way across town. If you stay in the center of the, the eye of the storm, that they call it the eye of the storm because you've got to be able to see. You know what I'm saying? When you are the I, you can see, and the I is me, and the I is we, right here, right here at WJG Radio, man, but that's what it is. I don't know who these two things is. You got your hand up real, real, real early, and I, I don't even, I don't know who you bees right now, and I, and I kind of just want to open up for a minute, so I don't know if you'll be able to hold on, but if you can hold on, go ahead and hold on, 232, because I see your hand is up, but I got some things to say. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking to the fam here, and like I said, um, time is is kind of short, so we about to go. Cause I see a couple of two three twos, and I know this when them holes like to play, and I don't feel like playing with holes tonight. I, I really don't, cause we got to really disseminate and disperse this information to the family out here. So if you real, stay on. If you real, you'll hold. If you a bullshitter, you'll drop. You know what I'm saying? So that's just what it is, and that's what I'm on tonight. What's up, fam? What y'all doing tonight? It's good to see you in the building. You can be doing anything and anyone that you hear tonight, and that, and that means a lot. So we're going to do it all the way from the bottom all the way up to the top. You know how we do it. We start with Young T is in the building. What's up, Young T? You got J1. 
Jay Jizzle's in the building. What's going on, Jay? Sweet Oshun is in the building. What's happening to Soul Street? Sweet Oshun is in the building. My man's son, Rob Ricks, too, is in the house tonight. What's up, Raymond? Again, I always give Raymond a shout-out. He's always supporting us and um, doing his thing at the same damn time. So make sure you go check out um, the Intervisions of a Side Hustler on Spotify. Check him out on LinkedIn. My brother there, he's putting out the, the good information as well, you know. So that's what we're here to do. We, we, we give out the information, baby. Sugar P is in the building. What's happening, Sugar P? is good to see you tonight. Yes, yes. Newbie, rah, we, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> What else, C9? C9 says that I was shadow boxing earlier in the gym. Real talk. I love it, man. I, I love it. Good work right there, C9. That's real good work, man. It's, uh, it's great cardio. It's great for the shoulders, the back. It's a full body workout. You can't, it, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing. Your hand-eye coordination, you keep it sharp, especially. I mean, shadow boxing is with yourself in the mirror, but you know what I'm saying. You get you get to work work the combination up, so you get all, all that. That's just, that's just good stuff, man, and it keeps your reflexes real tight. What's happening with you? Miss Hudson is in the building. What's up, Miss Hudson? Miss Hudson is in the house. Miss Danny, man, what's happening, Miss Danny? I'm seeing Miss Danny in a minute. Good to see you. Yes. Ethereum forever. Ethereum infinite. Infinitely forever. Infinitely forever. What's up? See him now. See C9 him. I just said what's happening. Oh my oh my girl. Brian Orion. My 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 birthday friend. What's happening, Brian? And Arista Doll. Twenty twenty. You don't know how it is. She Waste the dead to consume the living. What's happening with your risk of God? <laughs> and of course, the one and only Miss WGAG herself, Don. Always doing the greatest show on earth, man. Six days a week. You know, I say six days because I count the um, because I count the tabs too. Six days a week, just giving us that raw, uncut. Things that we need to hear. You should make you laugh. She make you cry. She make you think. All those great things. This is, you know, this is why. That's why we here. That's why we all gather here today. This is why we gather around WJG Radio, man. Shout out to Don. I love that. I love that woman right there, Don. So yeah, like I said, three two three. If you if you want to put your hand up, you can. Um, but if not, keep it down and and. Pay attention. <laughs> Kick it with us. Some shit like that, you know. But, yeah, um, that intro, that, that first clip, man, is good, though. Like I said, oh, we got a lot to build on. That that clip that I played, man, um, I like Glenn Beck. Y'all, y'all heard me say that before. I, I fucked with Glenn Beck. They do really good research. They do good work. Um, some of the shit that they were saying, though, man, some of the shit that these bankers, because we know, like, when they create – when they create, like we said, when we they create wars and when they create um, 
situations and shit like that. We know who is at the heart of it, the central bankers. Central bankers make it go. Those are the ones who are the ultimate puppeteers. You know what I'm saying? Big banks are now um, disguised as um, hedge funds. You know what I'm saying? That is your vanguards, your black rocks and everything else, um, Blackstone, all those. I can go on and on. It's just so many. Um, they are the ones who um, they setting shit up. They setting shit up, and I see where they're about to go with this this overseas shit. And it's always a movie we always seen before. It's, it's it becomes a movie and a play that we've seen repeated. We've seen once before, and now we're getting ready to see it. Most of us are in our um, early, mid-40s, some of us in our 50s. That means we've had the opportunity to see at least three of these cycles when it comes to shit that they create and how they and how about they do it and how they do use justification for what for when they get in because they, that's just how that's how America do it man America does everything under the um, in the heat of the night so to speak they do shit stealth mode meaning they get there they get involved in shit in, from the back door side um you know especially with a lot of shit that's um off off uh, that's not you know in this territory think about Vietnam that was um, created by the Gulf of Tonkin situation. There's always these situations that happen that give them, that they say that's the green light, that's the go. It was the Gulf of Tonkin back in, um, like I said, back in the 70s for the Vietnam War. Um, after that, it was um, George George I with... Um, the help of um, saying that Saddam would use chemicals on his neighbors, right? Sound familiar, right? Sound like something you heard recently, that he would use uh, chemical weapons against his people, or not only against his people, but like I said, his, his neighbors. Um, the, the other one, when they went over there again, it was the same situation. That time they had an old boy, uh, Colin Powell, Set up before the world and say that was the yellow cake situation. Remember, don't drop that shit. Don't drop that shit. They had the yellow cake, um, and that whole situation. That's how they got involved in this. So what are we seeing again? It's gonna be the same thing with this whole, um, this whole uh, Ukrainian situation. We know there's about four or five countries. About at least at least that we know of, openly that whole nuclear arsenal. That's America, that's India, that's Pakistan, that's Russia, and that's Israel. Right? Those are the ones that we know of. Right? I think we got no. I don't even think China got nuclear heads supposedly, but you know they do their thing. They do their thing. So that's gonna be. That's because America has to have a reason to go full on in. When you look at majority of all the major wars that they ever created, they have realignment. That's when they have the opportunity to realign whatever it is that they want to do. So it ain't no surprise that on the back of this shit that they just got ready um, with this COVID shit that they was able to go ahead and go into overdrive with this Ukrainian shit. Come on now. With this, you know, it, is, it is a process. This was just another 
they needed another reason to continue on. Because once one story, you can't ride one story forever. You can't ride one scenario for five years because they know that people will become restless, right? People become restless. We already seen what was happening in other countries around the world when it came to this situation. So then they create another world so-called situation where you got NATO involved and all that. But how does America get involved in that? They get involved with that with the talk of nuclear weapons. And what you have, um, Joe Biden, and so what you got Joe Biden talking about, he's talking about if, if they see any signs of it, there has to be a, a, a line drawn in the sand. That's, that's telling you right there that they're going to do it. Even, and they'll create the scenario. They'll create it. They'll just say it happened, and it didn't happen. Or they'll, they'll say it happened, and they dropped the shit. You know what I'm saying? Or they got somebody on the inside who do it and to set it off. But what does it all mean? What am I talking about? Again, I know what we're talking about. The fourth, uh, the name of the sh- title of the show is the Fourth Industrial Revolution. I ain't got to keep going into the Fourth Industrial Revolution because these are all components of it that we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Let's. It's all. Those are all components of it. You know, so. Okay, hold on. Yeah. All right. So that's what you got. Okay. Well, uh, he said booster shots. Talking about enough. Oh yeah, 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 yep. You already know. For now, they're saying it's for the fifty plus. They just want to hurry up and get as many people compromised for real, for real. You might as well keep going. It, you know, they got to keep going. They got to keep testing them. They got to keep seeing the after effects and all this shit. But G had hit on something last week when he talked about um when he said about uh old girl. Mackenzie Bezos, and so I looked that up and didn't and saw her donation of what she was doing, and so and it's funny because once you start looking, you find so many other things, and I literally found four separate situations that all tied in when it comes to population control. We'll get on that in a minute, but um, I wanted to tap into what Biden said last week. That's really ain't getting no play. That's you know not not like not like it should. And this is how again you know government and media are working hand in hand, and how they package up, um, package up the you know information, how they want it to be given out, how they want it to uh, you know frame that shit up and deliver it to people. You know um, because anybody with ears, this should be a hellified story to be talking about. So let me play this for you. With regard to food shortage, yes, we did talk about food shortages. And uh, and it's going to be real. The price of these sanctions is not just imposed upon Russia. It's imposed upon an awful lot of countries as well, including European countries and our country as well. And... uh, what, wait, what? What did you say, Joe? Joe, what, what the fuck did you just say, Joe? 
With regard to food shortage, yes, we did talk about food shortages. And, uh, and it's going to be real. The price of these sanctions is not just imposed upon Russia. It's imposed upon an awful lot of countries as well, including European countries and our country as well. And uh, because both uh, Russia and Ukraine have been the breadbasket of Europe in terms of wheat, for example. Just give one example. Like I said, how in the entire fuck does a sanction on Russia have to do with American food supply, y'all? Think about that. What the fuck does... Russian sanctions have to do American food supply. What the fuck did you just say, Joe? With regard to food shortage, yes, we did talk about food shortages. And uh, and it's going to be real. The price of these sanctions is not just imposed upon Russia. It's imposed upon an awful lot of countries as well, including European countries and our country as well. And... uh, now, see, you can't see the photo of this man talking. It's out there. I don't know if you, if you peep. Every time he was getting ready to utter this bullshit that came out of his mouth, he coughed. <laughs> and then after he said our country, he scratched his head. Now, I think that's because his subconscious mind is like, nigga, you are really... Like, you know, like his subconscious is like, knows his bullshit. Like your subconscious mind is like your real self. You know what I'm saying? And he he knows, this subconscious knows that the conscious mind is on some real bullshit. It's just straight up, just, you know what I'm saying? It's like his body is making these these involuntary movements and sounds. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> we gonna listen to it one more time. I wish I could see it. Here you go. With regard to food shortage, yes, we did talk about food shortages, and uh, and it's gonna be real. I bet y'all did talk about it. I'm sure you did talk about it. I'm sure you talked about how y'all was gonna strategize to pull off this bullshit with the rest of the NATO countries and all the rest of the European countries and how you're going to put up this false illusion of um, food supply shortages and as if Russia is now the fucking central force of all the world. You, you, You see what I'm saying? Russia has been the the pariah, if you want to say, of the world for a long time. It's always done its own thing. They've always been on the outskirts, but yet everybody fucks with them because these motherfuckers just get shit done. Russians are very um, industrious. Um, if you've ever been around any real Russians, the motherfuckers is, is hard as steel. And I don't mean just physically, I mean mentally. They are tough as fucking nails. Um, and so 
So my point being is that they've always, the way that their country runs, because like I said, I've lived out there, the way that they, 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 they take care of the people in their country, they are already set up to be able to deal with being isolated. You know what I'm saying? They've, they've always operated like that. They don't fully, fully participate in global packs when it comes to business. People like to do under-the-table business with Russia. You'll be surprised. Of course, you got your McDonald's, you got all your um, uh, name brands and stuff like that, but people have always been on the under who um, do business with them. So they've always done business with rogue countries such as Afghanistan, Uzbekistan, North Korea, um, even China, of course. They, they're all on the same continent. And um, So my point is Russia don't make shit go in the world. That's the point. Fuck all that other stuff I really said. When it just come down, get down to the get down, they don't make shit go in the world. You understand? They're not a country who pulls the levers. So it ain't no way you can get me to believe that because you're slapping sanctions on Russia, that that's supposed to fuck with the food supply in America. It's bullshit. And don't tell me it's because America gets 4% of its fucking fertilizer is phosphorus from Russia, saying how that's going to have an impact on the farmers, because that's going to be the excuse that they use. Mark my words. Mark my words. If, they are having, if they're having a great reset, that means that they already have other large corporations that's in the bag. So what do so they have to do with their toll to be able to maintain their position? So what they're going to tell them is all companies, all major Fortune 100, Fortune 500 countries that deals with agriculture, hear me now, hear me out. When it comes to companies that do agriculture in that field, they're going to tell them to run it up. They're going to tell them, to run it, run it up. And what do I mean? That means that I need you to run up the price. I need you to run it up because they've they because uh, they've gotten agriculture, especially large farms, to depend so much on the global supply when it comes to large quantities of fertilizer, seeds, um, and all that shit that they are kind of beholden to those company those those companies because they've forgotten their roots as family farms because you still can scale a company and scale your business of operations without having to be a thousand percent corporate but still have a, a, um, a local feel meaning where you get your supply from you know what I'm saying they ain't fooling nobody I'm going to let Joe say it again. With regard to food shortage, yes, we did we, we, so talk about food shortages. And, uh, and it's going to be real. The price of these sanctions is not just imposed upon Russia. 
It's imposed upon an awful lot of countries as well, including European countries and our country as well. And uh, because both uh, Russia and Ukraine have been the breadbasket of Europe in terms of wheat, for example, just give one example. But we had a long discussion uh, in the G7 with uh, um, the uh, with both uh, the United States, which has a, as a significant, the third largest producer of wheat in the world, as well as Canada, which is also a major. Now, see, because he, he's so stupid. This mo- he's so stupid. He don't understand. He actually telling the plan. He he's telling he's telling you why you shouldn't even believe his first statement. Okay? He's telling you why you shouldn't believe the first half of that statement because America is the third largest producer of wheat and Canada is number two. For Europe, and in relation to feeding Europe, y'all, so those two countries alone can handle the situation, can fill the void of Russia. But see, that they... but. It's all planned, pre-planned. And so why everybody mad at Kanye West, <laughs> everybody mad at Kanye West, now they talking about Will, they miss shit like this. Mm-hmm. If they, if they have it their way, Young T, absolutely. If they have it their way, Absolutely, Young T. If they have it their way. We'll finish listening to this punk one more again. With regard to food shortage, yes, we did talk about food shortages. And uh, and it's going to be real. The price of these sanctions is not just imposed upon Russia. It's imposed upon an awful lot of countries as well, including European countries and our country as well. And uh, because both uh, Russia and Ukraine have been the breadbasket of Europe in terms of wheat, for example. Let's give one example. But we had a long discussion uh, in the G7. Boy, boy, move. The United States, which has a, as a significant, the third largest producer of wheat in the world, as well as Canada, which is also a major, major producer. And we both talked about how we could increase and disseminate more rapidly food, food shortages. And in addition to that, we talked about uh, urging all the European countries and everyone else to end trade restrictions on, on sending uh, limitations on sending food abroad. And so we are in the process of working out with our European friends what it would be, what it would take to help alleviate the concerns relative to uh, food shortages. We also talked about a significant major U.S. investment, among others, in terms of providing for the need for humanitarian assistance, including food, as we move forward. My God, how you gonna how you 
Uh, oh, my God, you just said that there's going to be a problem here. How on earth are you going to then put in a large investment for the rest of the countries around the world? Does that make sense to you people? If, if they're saying that the food supply is going to have an issue and it's going to be a problem here in America, then how can they make an investment around around the world, it makes no sense. It's not because it's not real. You know what I'm saying? But it is going to be a scenario where they create it. This is why that whole um, supply chain fiasco that we saw on the the coast of, of California, that was all show. That was purposely done. There's no reason. You, there's, no, there's not so much supply and demand that hard coming out of a so-called two-month lockdown that you have such a backup in, 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 um, for, um, because of demand. That's bullshit. They purposely left those ships out there to sit out there to create that issue, to create that disturbance, okay? There's no reason. You mean to tell me they didn't have um, people, uh, they didn't have enough longshoremen? You a damn lie. If you say that they, if they say that they didn't, they a damn lie. Longshoremen are plenty. Longshoremen love working overtime. They get a paid a really good. Um, they make really good money, and them people was they were damn near stay on them docks twenty four hours. They, I'm telling, because I have fam that fucked with that um, longshoremen shit, and they they love being out there doing what they doing. So don't tell me that you didn't have enough bodies to be able to get shit off the docks, and don't blame it on the truckers either, because there wasn't no truck shortage either. You know what I'm saying? You had some truckers who couldn't get into the state of California unless um, they were um, incorporated. You know, you, like they, you, know you, you, can't, you could not be an independent contractor and work out of the state of California as a trucker. Now, that might have slowed things up, but that is not that is not damning the fucking supply chain. If that was the case, then we would have had a real issue during the new year for the Christmas holidays and for... Um, and for uh, the New Year's and everything else, and that ain't the case, man. So here we go. Well, we would we know that they're doing. They're trying to psychologically prepare people, especially those who are susceptible to their bullshit, who are going to panic, who are going to be who are, who are they going to instill fear with this kind of conversation? Talk, telling them it's going to be a real, real. It's going to be a real thing, and it's about to happen. So, look, this is what they're doing. Let me get you this. Let me get you this. Bill Gates comes out and says right now he he needs every first world nation to offer only synthetic beef. This is his quote. First world nations need to offer only, not not possibly, not 50-50, only synthetic meat, okay? So he says you can get used to the taste difference. Just what he just told that people, you can get used to that shit. You can get used to it. See, now you understand why uh, Rick Ross just invested in bison and cattle and cows. I don't know how many of y'all saw that. Did you see that? Did you see the fat boy Rick Ross? Um, to um, show off his new um, investment, and niggas was laughing, or you know, on the gram and shit, they was laughing, talking about this nigga stupid, this nigga go, what you investing in cows? I said, see, I said, this is how stupid they are. This is how dumb the majority are that they're laughing at this man who just invested in hell of fucking beef. 
and 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 cattle. He know what's up. He know what the fuck is up. That's why you think he's he not building no slaughterhouse. He, he's not. He's not going into the meat business per se. I mean, I'm sure he. I'm sure he's gonna get paid off. I'm sure he's gonna. He's not just for his personal consumption, but some of that is because he brought that shit to his land. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I was just sitting there, just like, ooh. I was just, just really like. Sometimes when you look at comments and you look at shit and you look at how people react to stuff on these threads, and you just, I don't know about y'all, I just shake my head. I just really stop commenting on a lot of on this, a lot of shit that I see, whether it be from people that's in in my network or um, whatever the case. But I just just look and I just see like, damn, I, I see why they do what they do. They they got these people. They got them so deep. I said they're laughing at Rick Ross. They're they're clowning him. They're trying to clown a man who just bought like a hundred bison for a couple of million dollars. If I had it right now, I go buy it. I go buy it too. <laughs> it's all good because I'm getting ready to move when I'm like getting chickens. I already, I already got my second thing to seeds. I just like to be prepared. You should be prepared. You should not panic, but prepare. You should not um, be fearful, but strategic. Okay? Think like an engineer. Think like a scientist. Think like, you know, a biologist. All, all that shit that they say people specialize, but you have to be strategic in what you do, how you move. You have to see, to me, having right knowledge is supposed to allow you to see what ha- see what's going to happen before it happens because you can read the tea leaves. You know what I'm saying? You can, you can see the tea leaves that are coming. Or you, you know what I'm saying? Like, so. <laughs> she not, what up, she not? You just stupidity gives me highs. I see doctor more and more I just I just be like I just don't even want to interact. I just I just go about my business. We should be real fucking focused. Like I've never been focused before. I don't even you know what I'm saying? It's like I'm not even holding a lot of conversation outside of what of my daily what I do to handle business and talk to my children. Cause I'm on a fucking mission. <laughs> I'm like I'm focused. I'm on. I'm. I'm extremely focused. <laughs> but nah, man, that's the kind of shit. But the old boy said you want people to get um first world nation only offer only synthetic beef. It says on the grounds that real meat is real trouble for the environment. Tech guru Bill Gates wants the world's richest nations to have helpings of synthetic beef instead of. Um, instead, while leaving real meat for poor nations to eat. Now, do you think that's real? Do you, do you think they're going to get poor nations real meat while America, all of Europe, uh, eat eat synthetic food? you out your mind. They know that shit sound good to people. They know They know people are so wrapped up in... 
um, climate change. They know they, they are so gone behind this this climate shit that they can get people to say yes. If you create a, a food supply, a, a, a purposeful, on purpose, right, purposeful meaning on purpose and purposeful food shortage in America that's absolutely a, an abundant nation, you know what I'm saying? America ain't seen a food shortage since the great dust-up of 1929, the Oklahoma uh, Dust Bowl. You know what I'm saying? That's that's the last time America has seen anything that was close to uh, um, a food shortage. And you had all those people who left um, out out of sight of um, Oklahoma to go out west, and they came out west to California and everything like that. A great book called The Great Seraph was actually documented, book documented that. They made us read that shit in school. I remember that bullshit, but it's just something that sticks with you. It was actually a good read, <laughs> but yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Man, let me um, let me bring in um, Mr. Lowry. Come on in, Cliff. Your mic is wide open. What's, what's happening uh, Great day, Neff. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm 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 excellent, man. With the uh, good times, say keeping our head above water. You know what I mean. Uh, making a way when we can. You know. Uh, so we're moving forward on this end, and it's certainly great to be with the family this evening. And yourself. I'm doing excellent, man. I'm like I said, I'm focused. I'm doing great. Like you know, just. Staying focused, doing what needs to be done, you know, that's, that's all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Taking care of family and just focus, you know. It's a good time to be alive, though. They try to make you look decrepit and hard, and they want it to be all ugly. They, they're not going to catch me in that frequency. That's where they want people. They want people all fucked up. I'm not, they're not going to get me. I'll, I'll wake up with a smile on my face and a pep in my step, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, um. Uh, and I'm and I'm staying like that because they they rather have people um, dejected or at least start to become dejected or you know what I'm saying they, they just want to instill that fear I'm not I'm not going for it but that's but mm-hmm. you know I'm great <laughs> yeah well you know we 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 gotta you know sort of sift through the bullshit you know. Uh, I was listening to the clip you were playing of Joe Biden, and uh, like truth be told, we can't put any merit in that shit that man be saying. For one, nothing he's saying makes sense. Nothing on that tape made any logical sense whatsoever. So to try to make sense out of that which makes no sense will probably lead to a point of, you know, like, fuck it. I can't do this shit, right? So the best thing is, is the shit that don't make no sense, you leave that stuff alone because it don't make no sense. He's a liar. His whole regime is a puppet regime. And anything they tell us is nothing but smoke and mirrors. 
You know what I mean? All smoking is. Absolutely. Uh, how you going to blame goddamn Russia for what's going on 8,000 miles away across the water? You know, like, and that he's saying so many different things. I mean, if you ask me, he's warning Americans that the cabal that's backing him, right, is also moving against the United States. You know, because on one hand, he's saying that, the, you know, the sanctions just don't affect this person. It affects this country and that country. Then he says, mm-hmm. right, Ukraine and Russia is the wheat bread basket for Europe, was his word. Right. Right. Not I didn't know that. United Did you know States. that? Ukraine? Right. Well, yeah, Ukraine is a, is a, is a, is a big crowd. Ukraine sits in the sweet spot. Because it's not up north, so they have a very temperate zone, right? So they they can grow some wheat there. But he said that's the bread basket for Europe. He, he said that the right. the wheat was the bread basket for the continent of North America. So where does the sanctions come in? How, how does all of that relate, Joe? And, of course, he's not going to say it because he can't explain it. And he can't think that fast for whoever whispering in that earpiece that he can't quite seem to get right when he's talking. Right. America is under. They'll try to say it's the fertilizer. It's the the fertilizer. They'll say that Russia brings, um, has a lot to do with fertilizer and the phosphorus um, that America gets from Russia. I'm not buying. I don't buy it at all. But the part he's leaving out, Neff, is this. He's the one who's shutting all this shit down in America. He's he's out-regulating the the factories. He's out-regulating our, uh, a lot of it is energy, really. So he's regulating that out the pocket. You know, they, they taxing these corporations, 90 going north. He's dumping all his phony-ass money on the market, which is devaluing all of our dollars. See, all of it is an inflation. Some of it is a a devaluation of your dollar, right? You're losing purchasing power, right? So it, it, it looks like higher prices, but really the dollar is just not buying as much as it used to. Because they done dumped trillions upon trillions with another couple of trillion right behind it. So uh, they created the situation. They created the shortage. They created the, uh, what's that, the the supply chain. They They, created all of it. And they're going to blame some shit on Russia for what they created. Really, all this madness is created, but they're on the back end trying to sell a natural consequence that they can't sell because it's not a a natural consequence. Because y'all created all this shit, right? You guys shut down the whole fucking world for a whole year. You guys put these ridiculous mandates on these companies. You guys shut down the pipeline and uh, uh, exploration, especially in California. Oh my God, 
like, I don't know how you guys are doing out there because, shit, they're just banning everything left and right in California. So all of this is wholly created and mm. blaming it on Russia, that's a bunch of hogwash. They've yeah, been over a- there fighting in Russia for a thousand damn years. Right in that same place. They've been fighting over the Black Sea since the goddamn Ottoman Turks of 700 A.D. They've been fighting over the Black Sea. That's not anything new. Over. They've been slaughtering each other for a long time in that area. Right. Um, but they, like you said, they got to put the squeeze on. You put the squeeze on oh, yeah. this and then you follow it up. You follow it up with comments like Bill Gates. He says, I don't, he said, I do think all rich countries should move to 100% synthetic beef. You can get used to the taste difference. And they claim, and the claim is they're going to make it taste even better over time, he said. Gates said the governmental compulsion, compulsion is an option. You see that? He calls on government to make shit happen because this is your private-public partnership. They, they one and the same now. There is no difference. Right. Because he can literally walk around here and talk governmental policy as an owner of a corporation. They don't they ain't hiding this shit no more. He said eventually the green premium is modest enough that you can sort of change the behavior of people or use regulation to totally shift the demand. Did y'all hear? Did y'all hear what he just said? Did you hear what the man just said? He said, eventually, the green premium. What is the green premium? Did you, you, didn't, you didn't hear the first hour of, of the show, Mr. Larry. It was just a great breakdown uh, of uh, the great reset with uh, my man Glenn Beck. But the green premium, the green premium is what the ESG scale is going to be globally. You know what I'm saying? That is the carbon footprint of companies and people. So he's saying that the what is a premium? What is what is a, what do we know? It was, yes, what do we know a premium to be? A tax, an extra it. cost. It's a, it's a form of a, yes. He said the green premium is modest enough. He's saying modest. He, he really mean to say that shit's going to be so high. Fuck, there ain't going to be nothing modest about it. He's saying, event, he said eventually the green premium is modest enough that you can sort of change be the behaviors of people. The green premium, that is saying without saying that only people who really got dough is going to be able to <laughs> to be able to, to really not be affected because this everything is a premium. Like the green pe- premium, meaning the cost of this shit, is modest enough that it can change, it can change the behavior of people, and they did it with this grand experiment called COVID. Change in behavior. Pete, the word he used before that, governmental compulsion. So he's saying the government can run shit up through legislation, make shit so hard, create such a premium 
that they will change the behavior of people very quickly or use, what do you say, regulation to totally shift the demand. Regulation, meaning outlaw it. If you, if you regulate, you outlaw, you do away with beef, you shift the demand. Or if you make it at a green premium, meaning that it's, you price everybody out, you change the behavior, and you shift the demand, right? He said, great, great Gates criticized what he called politics from getting in the way. He said there are all he said there are there are all these bills that say if you got to if if but okay take your time there are all these bills that say it's got to be called basically lab garbage to be sold they don't want us to use the beef label while richer nations eat fake beef, genetically altered animals will provide meat for other places such as Africa, he said. Oh, there it is. Oh, there it is. There it is. Feed Africa and India genetically altered animals. Okay. You know why? Because he know those people are so rooted in their culture with eating meat that you're not going to be able to convince those other countries to go 100% um, synthetic. So you like, if they won't do it, then let's just give them genetically altered animals. <laughs> he said, for Africa, <laughs> they, they love Africa, don't they? But Africa and other poor countries will have to use animals, animal genetics, to dramatically raise the amount of beef per emission for them. Wait a minute, but I thought it was all, I thought the animals was no good. I thought it was all bad. I thought the animals created uh, methane and CO2 gases that fucks up the ozone layer. So you're going to make genetic animals? Weirdly, the U.S. livestock because they're so productive, the emissions per pound of beef are dramatically less the emissions per pound in Africa. He said that his foundation is working to take African livestock, which means they can survive in heat and crossing in the monstrous productivity both on the meat side and the milk side of the elite U.S. beef line. He said, I don't think that the poorest 80 countries will be eating synthetic meat, he said. No, nah, they'll just be eating genetically altered animals. Gates said that there are companies making synthetic meat that are successful. We already know who they are, Impossible Burgers, Beyond Meat, all that other shit that's on the market. They almost had a player. When the first shit popped, they almost had me. I must say, I bought it one time in my house. They almost had me. And then I was like, then I saw how they make this shit. And I said, no, thank you. I won't be eating. You won't bring no more of that shit in this home. It ain't happening. Gates noted there is resistance to a new order of things. You got to love how they put it. To the new order of things. Your boy Biden just used the term 
new order. Right? Says, now I've said I can actually see the path. But you're right that saying, um, but you're right that saying to people, you can't have cows anymore. Talk about politically unpopular approach to things. And he kind of laughed it off. They say he laughed. And then he laughed. So that's what they out here doing. They're getting ready. They're getting lined up. And then you got this. Because this is what I be looking for. This is what I be looking for. I be looking for. Uh-oh. What is that? Uh-oh. That the after party, you got the after party on Mr. Larry. Okay, why did it do that? That's interesting. Okay. I just started all of a sudden. I hold it down for a minute. Okay. I'm back up my mic back up. But um, what I like to do when Man. I do like particular yeah. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. What's up? Man, yeah. fuck Bill Gates. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, as as this thing goes on, the attitude have to be developed. If these bastards think that we're going to let some psychotic-ass motherfuckers up in the mountains in fucking Sweden somewhere dictate to the majority, and the majority is colored people in this earth, man, they got a second thing coming. And if we don't get up to do it, the natural mm-hmm. course of things ain't going to let that shit happen. So let me put this shit on record. Fuck Bill Gates. Fuck Charles <laughs> Schwab. And fuck anybody with that new world order bullshit. And if there is going to be a new world order, a new world order it's about time that the special group of Negroes in America mm-hmm. step the fuck up and take their rightful place. The way they act, if we don't, the way we're they in act, the hands of I'm psychotics. I'm looking for them. I'm just trying you know to do my mean? part. Where they at? Who? God like, damn. Fuck this dude, well, listen to this crazy ass shit that they're talking about. That's some crazy stuff. Bill Gates is the guy who sold 80% of America on that failed educational policy of Common Core. Matter of fact, it was that common core bullshit that he was pushing that screwed up the public schools beyond what they was already screwed up. 
So if he failed in what we just knew was the end all or be all on education, how are we just letting this dude get away with sliding his ass over to a pharmaceutical now goddamn nutritional space? What are you, Bill Gates? Are you a fucking educator? Are you a, a pharmaceutical technician? Uh, you, you're farm and healthy. What you doing here, Bill? Or are you making all this shit up? I mean, I understand they have GMO. And I understand they have these things in the process, right? But like I said to uh, other day to a group of people, we got the fucking money. And if we don't buy that shit, the shit ain't working, right? So it's, I, I think we have to switch the narrative to empower the people to use what power they do have now before we will be on this new world Atlantis, I guess, whatever the fuck they're trying to create. At a certain point, whether it's on a national level, international Mm -hmm. level, or a local level, like enough of this shit just has to be enough. Right? So... I'm a union it can't guy. Be a, it, it, can't, it can't be enough if you don't have enough motherfuckers resisting. You got well, to have more people resisting. And so that's why we here. We got to talk about it, and we got to talk about it, and we got to talk about their plans, and we got to put it out there so that shit can reverberate. So then somebody can be listening on Vlog Talk and heard, hear that shit, and they can pass it to somebody. We got to talk about it. We got to continue to talk about it. Like I said, I don't say nothing in a defeatist manner for nobody to get sad or fucked up behind any of these things that these wicked motherfuckers are trying to pull off. What I'm saying is it has this, because this is a lot of people who are, they just, I don't want to call them dead. But they, you see them, they talking about a face oh, slap on on fucking television. Some of them people I know, we ain't we can't reach them, we can't reach them, we can't teach them. But we got to talk about it. We got to talk about these dipdastly motherfuckers' plans. And then if we live out our own choke, we live out our destiny, so to speak, we'll be the, you'll be the few, man. We'll be the few who uh, hold now or, or just... Ill affected. I, I I just don't know. I don't I don't know. I don't know who those people who supposed to step up. Only thing I know how to do is step up for myself. Because let me not not for you. Right. I just know when I say for myself, I mean me step up. That's all I know how to do. I don't know who the others are who are so rightfully niggas who are supposed to take the step up. I don't. I mean, I mean, I it's so difficult because you feel, you like, feel me. Like really, the mode of organizing has changed. See, to see the problem is a lot of times uh, people have good intentions, and and and, and I do understand mm-hmm. what you're saying, right? And and mm-hmm. and okay, how do you uh, 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 focus, you know, attention mm-hmm. and be that catalyst to create a cascading uh, uh, action mm-hmm. towards a goal? Right. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. a lot of times, 
where people are focused, what I see is on an outdated mode of organizing. And as an extension, people are looking to that outdated mode for direction, which will only end up to a failed result because that old way of organizing has been thoroughly infiltrated and compromised. So you can't organize on the basis of getting uh, large groups centered on a, a enigmatic uh, uh, personality because it's going to be infiltrated from the beginning, right? These people got so many front groups out here that I would highly advise nobody to be a part of no fucking group, you know, that's out there in the mainstream. Because all of them are fronts. So how do you organize uh, does become a challenge. And it's going to, like, take a lot of work in order to get to bring in a new way of organizing, right? Like hard trials are necessary to establish the truth. So it, it, it it's not a thing that it will happen overnight. It's more of a long-term goal. How can we organize this thing, you know, in a different way? Like um, for an example, when social media started censoring the hell out of people, you know, a lot yeah. of the independents start doing websites, but then they start doing the subscriptions to the emails, so then they can hit their people directly with the emails every time they do a new article right. or something. Things like that um, is, you know, is helpful and is headed towards the new way. But really, when you look at it, it's like back to the motherfucker future. Like, nigga got to go out there and print out 5,000 flyers and just leave these motherfuckers at the bus stop, right? <laughs> Go here because you'll have a better chance of reaching people like that than through the pressures of all the censorship that's going on. So, you know, it, 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 it's sort of hard, but that that new way of organizing is um, something to, you know, contend with. And that's the only missing piece because best believe there's a whole lot of fucking Americans out there, right? That's not going for this shit, right? Their numbers mm-hmm. are phony. Their projections are phony. Whatever they telling us that is happening is phony because if it wasn't phony, you wouldn't have to manufacture this shit. Right? No so doubt. if no this great mm-hmm. reset was that effective and you got all these people sold on Bill Gates, why are you lying about those injection numbers? Why are you hiding information? Why are you blaming on Russia for what you had to manufacture? Remember, they had to manufacture this scenario we in right now. This is not a naturally mm-hmm. occurring thing. It's wholly manufactured. No, it's, ma- it's manufactured to 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 come up to push what they want to come from 
as a result out of it, though. Yeah, like a I complete said, economic I mean, collapse is what they're pushing for. They're yeah, pushing yeah, for a collapse. We've seen it before. This this is not it's not new. It's not a new playbook, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? It's just. But it's what coming, is different is what is different mm-hmm. is the level of uh, some very potent fucking propaganda. I mean, these are scientists out here messaging this stuff. Right now, that's a twenty twenty two element because they laying it thick on people. But you wouldn't have to lay it on this thick if what you're telling me is moving in a smooth direction in the way that you want. You only come and jump off the board and start doing all this wild ass shit because of the opposite is not moving in the direction that you want. Mm-hmm. Now. I do agree. Um, It ain't no other way to say it. If you were the cult of Jesus, I can't do nothing for you (laughs) in this day and age. You see what I'm saying? Um, Our energy should be Mm -hmm. to the organizers out there. You know, how can I organize in an effective manner? Organize those who um, have a certain mindset, right? So at this point, I'm not wasting energy mm-hmm. on anybody that's with the cult of Jesus, period, mm-hmm. because it's in that, that is the motherfucking matrix. Everything else is just different banners on it. So... um we got to start, stop focusing on those who can't get it. Because if you, if you can't get it, you don't get it. And you won't get it, right? What was that commercial? Mm-hmm. If you don't get it, you don't get it. <laughs> right? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You just don't get it. Right? And you dead weight. You're in the way. Because, see, mm. we need to get to the imano-imano part so that at least what I am opposing or fighting is in front of my face as mm-hmm. opposed to having this middleman, you know what I mean, that don't get it, people in the middle, blocking it, you know. And those are the people that the Bill Gates and the Charles Schwabs are using to usher mm-hmm. in all of this madness. See, they're not using me. They're not using you. They're not well, using they Don. They can't. They're not using they our they audience. They're using right. these people that we should be trying to fucking get rid of anyway. Because that's as our greatest hindrance is that buffer up in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I stand by my original statement. Fuck Bill Gates. <laughs> Fuck Schwab. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, screw Fall Dente. Screw Miss Harrison. Because all of them are fake. All of them is phony. And where we are weak, I know there's a mighty creator who created the fucking sun. Right? The one who created the sun. 
Japan is over top of all this shit, and they will mm-hmm. not be successful. They will not. But all right. They're going to they go down the swing. Right. <laughs> they going to go down swinging like shit. They will not be successful. They're going to go down. They're going to go down swinging, man, I tell you. But I do. I, I tell you. Yeah, I hear you, y'all. I'm with you. But I like to follow the money because mm-hmm. if it's one thing these devils absolutely covet, is <laughs> money. They absolutely covet that because money is power. Money is power for them. Money gives, I mean, this, you know, outside of the bloodline that some of these cats come from, how do they, is, is, is tied into the, the amount of wealth they was able to accumulate to, you know, whether you want to say it's all clandestine or whatever the case, some of this shit will open particular doors for you, so to speak, if you want to. If you get, if you catch what I'm saying, I like to follow the money. I like to follow the movers and shakers in the business world. So I looked at BlackRock CEO Larry Fink. I listened to what he said because again, if it's one thing that these fools love, they love their money. All right. They don't love their children. They don't love the women they sleep with. They don't love the men they sleep with. They love their fucking money. So he wrote a letter to his shareholders. These things have, according, because of the charter of being a publicly traded company, you have to give this information to the public. Right? This is why when um, Berkshire Hathaway, which is Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett, when they do their yearly shareholders meeting, all that information is public information because they're a publicly traded company. So they have shareholders meeting every year, and they always write a letter. This is what he wrote to his shareholders. He said, the Russian invasion of Ukraine put an end to the globalization we have experienced for over the last 30 years. Understand, it's clear what he's telling you, what he's telling his shareholders, I should say. Because, again, these fools love their money. You know how many assets, you know how how much, how much money or how many assets that BlackRock Fucking controls over ten trillion dollars. I guess at some at some point all the zeros get ridiculous. Trillion, zillion, gazillion, bajillion, whatever. Meaning that major players, major industry people put their money in that company. To then go buy up and gobble up every fucking thing on the planet. Like Pac Man. That's what they do. All right, so he's telling them there's about to be a shift. This fake-ass conflict was just the reasoning. They needed a, They have to have reasoning behind the shit because they have to have a story like Mr. Myers. They have to have a story to tell. But he's, he's prepping all his shareholders. 
He said it's, it's an end to the globalization that we've experienced in over the last 30-plus years. What you take from that, Mr. Lowry, what is he telling what is he telling his shareholders to be prepared for? Is what I'm asking y'all. Uh, man, he, he he full of shit. Cause <laughs> How so? he, he got Go his trillions on globalization, right? So you uh, want to exactly, 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 and try so to slide globalization to the side, and mm-hmm. then scapegoat this intentional collapse of the American economy on something else besides what it is mm-hmm. is this delusion of globalization that is intentionally destroying America. You have to destroy America. This is the economic powerhouse of the world. You can't have a one world government without America. So they have to destroy America. And then when they do it, they're going to say, well, it wasn't globalization because globalization failed. It's going to be something else that they try to shift the blame on because see, it, it, it's, it's a false dichotomy is what they call it. Because on one hand, you champion a one-world government. On the other hand, you saying globalization has failed when they're both one and the same thing. Who the fuck he think he talking to? Mm-hmm. Like, he can fool some people sometimes, but all of us ain't stupid. You know, I might not have $12 trillion, mm-hmm. but you... But if you talk in one world go, uh, government, the one world thing, that's the hot thing. But, oh, we're <laughs> going to trash globalism now. So it sounds like you're trying to trash your dirty name only to con people into your new name, which is exactly, the same game. That's what I'm hitting on. That's mm-hmm. why I say, what is he saying? What is he saying without saying? Who? What is he preparing the people who got their money into that country. He's he's telling even those who people who got millions and millions of dollars with this company saying, look, don't panic. A lot of shit is about to switch up. We're just switching up the game. That's it. That's all. We're just, we're just switching the game up. We're going to call it as something else. And, and you know what I'm saying? We're going to dress it up. We're going to put lipstick on the pig. And, and, I mean, that's that's what he's saying to his shareholders right there. The end of globalization? No, it's not. Because what's the opposite of globalization is nationalism. Correct. That's the opposite of globalization. And we know goddamn well they're not doing, they're not, countries are not nationalizing anything. The only country that does any, that nationalize anything, what, is what, North Korea? <laughs> right, the only country. Right, and they'll do whatever China tell them to do. Ultimately, <clears throat> right. Yeah. So, so. What well, Young T said they they're robbing the rich too. In a way, yes, absolutely. And and he's conditioning the people who got money parked in his company. 
to saying, once you take this dip, we're going to take the hit. We're going to take the hit, but it's okay. Don't panic. Right. We got you. Don't worry. Right. It's shit going to look bad for a minute. We can it's absorb gonna the cost. It's going to look bad, right? It's going to look right. bad. But I right. got you. <laughs> I, got, I got you, though. I got you. Boo. Don't even worry about it. That's what he's telling them. <laughs> yeah. Man, they try to bring us down. Down with Yo. America, man. <laughs> <laughs> Down with the America, you know. You know uh, that's 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 what that that's what all of this is boiling down to. And, we and are I'll tell the you this, last found, remaining block. Mm-hmm. We are, we are. I, I mean, I don't know how much in on it Trump was, but that statement that he made, "They after you, I'm just in the way." It, it just rings true every day. It rings true every day. After you, I'm just in their way. When you look at the UN's economic program, which is a finance um, initiative, the UNF, uh, the UN UNEP, the UNEP, this is the United Nations Environment Program. They have a finance a finance initiative. This is why I like shit like this. Here's the website. I love shit like this because. The information be right in there for people to consume if they so choose to, and they can really just understand what the fuck is going on out here. Mm-hmm. The, the United Nations Environment Program, the finance initiative. This is how you uh, get. <laughs> this is how you get these this shit aligned and get the the. Uh, you know, uh, central banks and all that to do what you want. Look at look where it says. Look look at their their moniker. Look at their um, tagline. Their tagline is working with banks, insurers, and investors to create a sustainable finance sector. This is an environment. This is an environmental pro environment program. What the fuck does environment have to do with finance? They're making them one. <laughs> Man. Now, these people, they are trying to take ownership of the whole entire world, the air we breathe. These people like, all this shit is ours. You're going to pay a carbon tax to breathe, and all this shit is ours. And a lot of this technology they are working on, the the biggest problem is they have to figure out how to genetically uh, engineer Europeans so they can comfortably survive on 80% of the globe because they can't. You said something earlier when you were talking about Bill Gates and and the cows because Mm -hmm. A, a lot of their plans, they like to use animals and other things over top of it, like all mm-hmm. of this mRNA shit. Ten years ago, we were talking about cloning sheep. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So it was cloning mm-hmm. sheep, clone that. It's the same thing. They was just using that to cover it. So when you talk about engineering cows so they can live and reproduce in motherfucking Africa, 
right? <laughs> when right. does <laughs> that be even become cows. a concern drought, of anybody? A drought-resistant cow so that it can survive in certain climes. They talk about their asses. You see what I'm saying? That's where the Mm -hmm. mad dash is. Um, And once they can survive in those climates, they can then move to go towards depopulation. Yeah, and, and it's oh. all working. All of it's working together. See this economic it's all thing. All working here. Yeah. yeah, it's all one game plan, you right? Nice and the way, there, brother. And when we looking at nice yeah, table. when we looking at it, mm-hmm. we have to train ourselves to look at it as a whole pie, because they're giving it to us in pieces, and it can mm-hmm. confuse and overwhelm people. Because mm-hmm. they looking at it as in peace. Oh man, every day is something new. But it's part of right. a whole piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't right. understand First, it's all interconnected. Yeah. It's they don't all they don't get it. They do that purpose. Interconnected. Right? So mm-hmm. you know, before we move on, I, I just might send an email mm-hmm. to Bill Gates and ask him when the fuck did you wake up <laughs> and figure your next project was gonna be how to make a cow survive in the middle of a goddamn Congo. When did that become a priority? You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, Right. I just, so yeah, this, uh, and the globalism thing, basically they're telling us they're about to to, to collapse the, the economic, and that's where it looks like where it's headed. Um, you, you know, really with a bullseye pointed on us. You know, um, yes, in in America, to be honest, and right. I all just, of it I just is like potential. I just mm-hmm. like I like watching how they get people sucked into it. I like how they get people to voluntarily um, submit. That's what I like to watch. I feel, I mean, I don't like it overall, but it's interesting to watch to be an observer to see how they get people to voluntarily. Um, give a, give acceptance to what's happening, to what's going on. And they do it because they keep it all separate. They make it all look like separate initiatives. Case in point, you just drop something yeah. about blockchain, right? You drop something about blockchain. And and, yeah, and we've been talking about – and we've been, talk, we've been talking about um, – them going over wanted to create a digital currency. We know that's we know it's only a matter of time until they incorporate it completely. But again, you got to get people to buy into the system. Some people ate it right up. Boom, they they love this shit. They they think it's the wild wild west. They think it is their that blockchain is going to be the savior for them to not be in a centralized banking system. They they really do believe that blockchain is going to be decentralized. You're out of your fucking mind if you think they're going to let blockchain run unmolested. They're not. Agreed. Okay. The case is, what I'm saying is, how are they going to get anybody else to completely turn over the fiat dollars 
And I and they always like I said they know how to come at niggas. They always because we are who we are, because of the significance we hold not only just on this planet, but from a universal perspective, you, 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 they, you, they go out of their way to really craft a program for newbins. You, you know that? They don't do that with, like, no other race. I don't, mm-hmm. see that. I don't see them doing that for the Indians, for East Indians. I don't see, see them, them doing, doing that what? for Asians. Crafting, crafting a... Um, Devising a plan for their for them to accept. They don't do that with nobody else. I don't see that. I don't mm-hmm. see that. But they make a real conscious effort to to do it for niggas, for newbins. They make they go out of their way so that it really to me it always just shows our significance in the world and in the universe. For the uh, we as we concerned here, because here we go. What's the what as of last week? As of last week, and I hate to say it, and it's no coincidence that they're putting so many black faces in places now. Yes, yes. that shit ain't that that shit ain't about oh they accepting accepting niggas. It's not about oh it's been this fight to to break down all these fucking doors. Niggas can sell. You are the slickest talkers. You do it with style. And you know what I'm saying? And, and and they know that like Jewish people, you can't really go in on a nigga in place. Not someone that they put there. You really, that they to a certain extent, they become untouchable. You can't go in on them. Jewish people know that, and that's why they that's why they do what they do. So, what do they tell? What do they tell this nigga Eric Adams to do? Who is Eric Adams? He's the mayor of New York City, the former police officer. Okay, they get him, and then they get Miami's governor, Mayor Francis Suarez. Swear ass, swear, 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 swear ass, swear, I can't even say it. Get them two, them two mayors, to discuss how brown Nubians and Latinos to embrace blockchain technology. Telling them that they will then defy their authoritarian regimes. What? And saying that this is the way to boost quality and diversity. You see what I'm saying? This is the shit that they 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 do to niggas. Mm-hmm. Got Eric Adams out here pushing that shit. Talking about this is the way. Tell them, Nubis, this is the way. Accept it. This is the way to equality. This is the way to equity. This is how you do it. It says, Bitcoin-friendly mayors, Eric Adams of New York and Francis Suarez of Miami, 
you view blockchain technology as a way to increase equality and also to disrupt authoritarian regimes. What I didn't, Mr. Lowry, correct me if I'm wrong. Is there any authoritarian regimes running in America right now? I don't know. Help me out because I'm trying to understand how Bitcoin Mm -hmm. is disrupting authoritarian regimes. It's not. I'm a, exactly. Exactly. Uh, it's not, and they're misusing, a, you know, the true definition of that's a misplaced statement, actually, that they're making. Uh, but it, it's not disrupting authoritarian. Right. It's just At incredible all. how they. They get black Well, I mean, because, see, that's the only way they can get us. Remember, you know, last year, man, I think I ran it on this show like 18 shows in a row, right, Uh, especially going into the election. We got to start dealing with these people outside the notion of race. They're black people. If you black, you black. Okay. You can't change it. We know it. We proud of it. We know uh, we are the Alpha and the Omega. We have no need to prove a goddamn thing to anybody. We owe nobody no explanation for our blackness. We reject the false history that we were just a nation of beat-up slaves. We strive to reclaim that master plan that you fucking stole from us. Mm. We're calling you out for the apron-wearing imposter that you is. Once we get that in our heart and soul, then we can put this whole race thing to a side because we ain't even got to delve in that shit. Then once we do that, we'll be in a position to call out the imposters in our house because we got to get rid yes. of them. That's the how they're house. getting us. That's how they're niggas getting like us. like Eric Yes, and Eric Adams is one of them. Need to be the first ones to go. Hand selected, hand picked. I listen to this cat. He said, Adam stressed, this is something this is his quote. Adam stressed that blockchain technology can help combat inequality and serve as a tool to give initiatives to residents. He said governments can use blockchain technology to send food stamps directly to digital wallets, to put public records on on blockchain, to give out a dollar-to-dollar reimbursement for such products as healthy baby food. Nigga, what? (laughs) 
He put these these fools food stamps straight into their Mm. digital wallets. All right? Mm -hmm. Or give dollar-to-dollar reimbursements for such products as healthy baby food. So he's directing this to the people who are all going to fuck with the – you continue to be on the government's titty. This is your new – this is some other shit. Now, if you thought you – couldn't get you some crab legs with your food stamps before. They're gonna be hard once they get that digital shit going. You really gonna be restricted on what you can and what you cannot eat. You see how they made it sound good? This nigga said income this is how you combat income inequality, y'all. But what make it so bad now? Let a white man say that shit. On a blockchain (laughs) food stamp, nigga, where is that fixing the inequality of income? These motherfuckers need to be dragged up. Now, let me stop for somebody and people listening. They might pull up at my house. You already know. Talking about I'm I'm threatening the. the, the U.S. <laughs> the city, New York mayor. Right, right. <laughs> so you said that he should be drug out of his house and lynched. <laughs> is that you? Oh, man. But this is how they selling it to Nubans and anybody, you know, who fucking around, you know, they're saying this is how you fix income inequality is is fucking with this this uh, acceptance of um, control, full control over um, anything that you have or anything that you might want or you probably could produce, you know. Mm. That's, I, I, that's how you – I don't know how that combats income inequality. It don't. It don't. How do they get away with saying asinine, just stupid-ass shit like this? How do they get away with making comments like that? And nobody checks them. They just say because whatever. Because when you in that in that race game, let me, let me make a distinction so people won't be have no misunderstanding because I accept who I am and very proud and wouldn't there be anything except for how this mm-hmm. universe created me to be. So let's say that toxic form of race philosophy comes with those trigger words, equality, equity, progress. All of that stuff is a part of that toxic, false philosophy. And Seeing as though the English language is one of the most duplicitous language ever created, it's a very tricky language, right? I, I just bought a dictionary from 1823. It cost me about 150 okay. bucks, right? And you okay. will be surprised how a lot of words we use today have double fucking meanings. Like this shit didn't mean oh, yeah. what this oh, shit yeah. meant then. But oh, they yeah. know what it yeah. meant then. But we don't know what it means. So equity to them means something totally different in how the masses perceive mm. it. 
So equity to them meaning you're on a feudalistic goddamn plantation and all this shit is mine, including your body. But you got equity. Let me tell you something about the word equity. Equity equity is nice, but equity is not realized gains, y'all. You understand what I'm saying? Equity is not realized gains. Equity is something that is that is is an intangible thing. Yeah. Like if I buy a house, you know what I'm saying? It's intangible. If I buy a house mm-hmm. and I pay two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for it, and then it appraises for three hundred, I have fifty thousand in equity. The the equity is not actualized until I take the money out. Until the money is cashed, in, you know, the equity is cashed in. That's to me. That's what the double meaning of equity is. It's like for a lot of people and how they're using it in the public forum equity. To me, I see it as unrealized gains. So it's to make people feel that they have a stake or they have real ownership in some shit. You know what I'm saying? And they and they don't. They don't have. You don't have shit. Talking about everything is um, make everything equitable for everybody. That shit that Kamala ran on, right? Like, bitch, do you even know what that means? And we lose in equity. So, if you Mm -hmm. apply equity across the board, you're telling the whole goddamn continent of Africa, you got to cede all of your shit. So that we up here in these mountains can be equitable with you because you got more than me. That's repossessing people's shit is what I call it. Ooh. That's what equity is. Equity is the abolition of private property as stated mm. in the Communist Manifesto. That's what it is. Because in order to achieve equity in the strictest sense of the word, you have to make constant adjustments from one side to the other. So if I go out there and hustle hard, but, you know, somebody else just like to beat the system their whole life, in order to make that person equitable, I then have to take from the productive and give to the non-productive, which means the productive don't have any private property because it's subject to confiscation. 100%. And that's what actually boils down to, (laughs) is the abolition of private property. That's the code word. So they're using cold words to bamboozle our asses through cold word ass Negroes who is willing to carry their water. (laughs) (laughs) And 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 why Negroes is willing to sell us out, I you know, that's that's an age old question. We've been selling each other out for a long time, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not gonna, they, but, they, they, 
But it's a golden ticket for them. They think it's a golden ticket at the end for them, you know. And just look. And again, they they gotta convince the younger people to to go to go with it because like like we were um, when new technology came out, we uh, uh, adapted to it, we adjusted to it, and then it eventually integrated into it. Um, as as we watch new technologies come in in the early nineties, like ninety two, ninety one, ninety two, ninety three, and so on and so forth. Right, where how we went from computers only being at big blocks and or being on one network at our school to a personalized computer, everything becomes adaptable. So they want that with the young people, because this is what the governor, I mean, excuse me, the mayor of New York said he's going to do. He said, I'm going to build a blockchain and crypto education platform for young people, and I am going to give them cryptocurrency to learn about the technology. So it's like feeding food to your mice, to your lab rats. It's like creating or or getting them turned out, turning them out, mm-hmm. making them oh, junkies. Yeah. That's, how, that's what I hear. I'm going to give them cryptocurrency to learn about the technology. But here's mm-hmm. the thing. You ain't giving me shit. But some damn mm-hmm. digits on a computer. Mm-hmm. Cryptocurrency isn't gold. It ain't silver. The shit ain't even copter. It's it ain't even copter. Uh, a series of one zero one one zero zero one 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 zero one one on a damn computer. Mm-hmm. So what are you giving me? What you giving me? Mm. This shit is leading back to the world. Man, we're going back to day one. Whenever day one was, I don't know, mm-hmm. right? But it's going back to that day one where everybody was just on a big-ass goddamn plantation. That's what this is. You will own nothing, and you will be happy. That's literally what they said on on their website. They don't try. He don't hide that. That's actually in a commercial of the World Economic Forum. By 2030, you will own nothing and be happy. That is that is one of their um their one of their things. So if I can't own anything, if I can't go out and do for self, so to speak, if I can't amass shit, then how am I going to be happy? What's going to make me happy, right? They got all these toys for people. They got all these toys. That's how. He says, crypto has amassed a new focus in politics Mm -hmm. in recent weeks as the U.S. and allied countries attempt to isolate Russia from the global financial system with sanctions for invading Ukraine. The U.S. has been monitoring whether Russia has been using crypto to evade sanctions. See, that's why you got to understand anybody who is a fool enough to believe that blockchain is not going to be under control, you're foolish. Because everything right now that they want to be able to move shit forward is going to be blamed on Russia. Everything. Right. You, gotta, you always got to have a boogeyman. You got to have a boogeyman. First, the boogeyman was COVID. Now, the boogeyman is Russia. Okay, so they're saying they are 
monitoring if Russia is using crypto to evade sanctions, meaning that those transactions, all that, all that Bitcoin shit you thought you was able to, to run on, we're going to regulate all of it. We're going to bring it under control. Right. Correct. It says then um, they're going to wipe it out. It, absolutely. So, you know, that's just that's just. I just wanted to get that get that in. But you say, but you said something before we start yeah. talking about that. When you said it was a stage for them to start again focusing on their depopulation. How can they continue to make it happen, and how do they can basically speed it up? That's what I think of because we know they've been on this. They've been on that, on this plan for quite some time. They they've been into it, but it's like, how do we keep it going? How do we speed it up? Well, many of us, myself included, I think for sure was uh, uh, the shot aids in it. It aids in it. Oh. it literally aids. Aids in both mm. ways. It aids in it. <laughs> yes, it I mean. Horrible. Horrible. Yeah, I already but, know. Um, Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, it's, but it's enabling it to be continued to move on that on that on the railroad, you know, like on them tracks. Because Brother G said something uh, last week that was like he said, "Neff, look up, make the gold girl Mackenzie Scott, and look at her her last donation." Well, her biggest donation as of last week, shout out to Brother G, old man Jeezy calls itself. She just made the largest single donation in Planned Parenthood history. Okay? In history. She gave it basically $300 million. No single person has ever given that uh, institute uh, that much money, and they can continue to pour it because we know it serves a purpose. It's not about health clinics for the poor, okay? Like they like to say, it, it, "Come on out, it, it, come on out." We ever heard of a front? You ever heard of mm-hmm. when the Italians right. and the dope boy used to, you know, niggas uh, mm-hmm. sell cigarettes up front and have mm-hmm. a candy shop in the front, and in the back they're okay. doing what they do, where they make the real money. But that's, Making that's a fortune behind campaign. the dough. Okay. All right. And between that and they finally came out with the male contraceptive pill. They finally came out with the pill for men. It's here. It is it is it has finally been done. They said it will prevent ninety nine point nine five percent of pregnancies. Okay. The male contraceptive is here. They said they have research and they start on human trials in a couple of months. Said it um it's ninety nine percent effective in preventing births. They for the mice, so you know, they look at humans as rats anyway and mice, so here you go. They said they've been trying for decades to develop an effective male oral contraceptive. All right? But they finally got it. They said the the pill, a non-hormonal drug, targets a protein called rentonic acid receptor, or RAR-alpha. 
Let's look this up. Renatonic acid. So That's interesting. Now? The birth control pill. The birth control pill is a hormonal pill. I got off the pill a long, long, long time ago. I stopped taking that shit. I stopped taking the pill in. Oh, I got you. Maybe 2000. Yeah, renatonic. Hold on, y'all. Like this. Here we go. This is renatonic. Right there. Mm-hmm. Renatonic acid. Just check it out. What is renatonic acid? It says renatonic acid or vitamin A is a biologically active renatoid that occurs naturally in both plant and animal food sources, uh, including carrots, sweet potatoes, beets, and beef. What? Um, it says it limited studies ex- um, examined the effect of renatonic acid of DNA methylization. Um, we got to look at another um, another definition of this, um, renatonic acid. Hold on. Go ahead for me, uh, Mr. Larry. Uh, um, okay. Okay, I got it. Uh, what is it? Man, I'm not taking no male birth control pill, first of all, because uh, I ain't taking no more of that, man. Knowing what I know now, man, I ain't even taking no fucking Tylenol ever again. These these, these people are crazy. And uh, the white people can take that. And uh, the, 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 the male birth control pill, uh, the black folks, if you want to take that shit, go ahead. But uh, all of that shit is dangerous, you know, um, and all of it is going to Ain't no nigga going to take some goddamn birth control pills. There we go. Hey, dog. Ain't man nigga going to do that shit. Ain't man black nigga, faggot nigga, fat nigga, broke nigga, smart nigga, ain't dumb nigga, ain't man nigga. Finna fucking take some birth control pills. They ain't fucking stupid as their female counterparts. Ain't no nigga finna do that shit. Ain't no need to have a conversation about that. Ain't man <laughs> nigga gonna do that shit. Hell no. They that might take that prep pill so they that? won't catch nothing, but they don't give a fuck the goddamn spit up in your guts. What mm-hmm. nigga gonna do that shit? Ain't man nigga gonna do that. It's gonna be Jill, Gill, Bill, and Field doing that type of shit. But a goddamn nigga, a nigga, a black ass nigga ain't finna goddamn start popping pills so they won't get somebody to fuck pregnant. Only bitches do that shit. <laughs> Only bitches don't mind putting they they body at risk so they won't get mm. pregnant. Wow. And they mamas. And ain't no mama is going to be like, little Timmy, you took your birth control pill because I know you out there fucking them girls. Right. She ain't even finna put her son on that shit. Hell no. Now, her daughter and her 
been on birth control, got tools tied, put a cup up the pussy, did every goddamn thing. Even got a boy. But her goddamn son ain't finna be on no goddamn birth control pill. <laughs> that was my initial uh, now say yeah, take it um, over, Mr. Lowry. And I don't know what the fuck to say. Like this boy, shit right hey, here now. Boy, that's it. That's <laughs> I'm not doing it. <laughs> and look, and you talking about you ain't goddamn doing the shit as if it's forced upon your goddamn ass. Right. <laughs> not yeah. yet. Not yet, though. Just <laughs> wait. Know. When it be forced upon y'all, motherfucker. When your job is being Ooh. threatened, and you ain't on that pill, nigga. Because remember now. They have 90% of the population fucking the same sex. This is an attack, uh, again, after those who fuck the opposite sex. Because it's still yes. depopulation agenda. Yes. yes. Of course, I am okay with that shit. Niggas need to stop giving, uh, what that shit called, having sex, Period. Period. Nigger now, man I can go with and that. the nigger man, because we don't need to be breeding no more fucking slaves for this son of a bitch to control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but this shit, mm-hmm. but nigga, you got to worry about so this. We die out. So do we? So do we die out? At, at, we won't die at, out. At that son of a bitch will die out if it has no First. niggas okay. to fucking mind fuck and mentally enslave. Okay. When you so dead, right. Neff, when I'm dead, they ain't got no <laughs> nigga to they fuck up none. and continue to rule this bitch for another 10,000 fucking years. And they go with If them. we stop. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they, they wouldn't have nobody right. to mind fuck. They'll just be talking to each other. And we know what happens then. They kill each other off. They're going to have to kill each other the fuck each yeah. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I say we stop anyway, naturally, but they ain't because they want to drug us. So whatever the fuck is in that pill they gave mm-hmm. your bitches and your bitches' daughters, whatever the fuck it right. is, I'm pretty sure it's a hell of a lot more dumbing a nigga down if you swallow the shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit retarded. They are diabolical <laughs> fucking creatures, man. So you know you can't trust that her. shit. The more I look at it, diabolical. Y'all gonna be so goddamn docile and dumb bitches gonna end up having a motherfucking pick up a whole goddamn house and move it herself. It gonna make the <laughs> nigga male weak, weaker than he already the fuck is. Yo, it said yeah. renatonic acid no has a function in sperm formation and development of the embryo. Rentonic acid interacts with rentonic acid receptors alpha to aid in sperm creation. When RAR alpha is blocked, sperm does not form, making the male sterile. Interesting. I see the problem with nullers, the problem with nullers is they don't know how to pretend they fucking sterile. And the bitch don't know how to pretend she in fucking fertile. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that requires a lot of self-control <laughs> and self-discipline. Absolutely, because the only birth control is self-control. Correct. Yes. Yeah. But that's to still say, I still want y'all to fuck each other up. 
passed on each, uh, all the diseases y'all have. But right. I just don't want y'all fucking. I just don't want y'all producing, reproducing. Yeah, no procreation. See, they never right, going right. to tell you to stop fucking. Because fucking spread diseases. And it lessens your brain cells. I ain't met a smart motherfucker yet that fucked like a jet racket, rabbit. And a bitch that fucked like a jet rabbit. Go talk to one of them dumb ass prostitutes on the street. Hoe stupid than a motherfucker. Right. She don't even know what day it is. <laughs> that bitch don't even know her name no more. He's like, bitch, that's some stupid shit there. <laughs> Shit, shit, fucking, shit, worse than alcohol. They say alcohol destroy your brain cells. <laughs> shit, some of the most intelligent people have to drink in order to create more technology for you motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. So, rudatonic acid now? Rudatonic <laughs> acid, nigga. <laughs> Damn. A bitch that needs to just keep That's probably the, the, the pill that she swallows mm-hmm. That's probably what's right? in the birth control pills And shit, ain't no telling Is what the Is that an element of birth control now? Rutatonic acid? Yes Oh, yes. this is just it's for it, men it's, it, Oh, it just, well, no, well, I, that I don't know I don't know Okay. Look, man, when a bitch is on birth control, it's because it kills the sperm. See, what happens is, boys and girls, her cervix uh-huh. skeets out some of that. It's similar to what her, her cervix skeets, okay? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, right. Larry. Right, but <laughs> the problem is her cervix, because because these little sperm-ass motherfuckers done reincarnated a million times, you will see them line up when she get ready to skeet to kill them. They'll line up on the side of the wall, like a like an mm-hmm. army wall and shit, and yeah. wait till all that fucking poison to kill their ass. She she released that, and then they go inside. Correct. You know what I'm saying? So all mm-hmm. this killed, like the newcomers ain't never been here before. They don't, the sperm don't tell them, nigga, get on the side of their wall. She's going to skeet some shit out that's going to kill you. So you can always tell the newbies that comes, the new sperm that just... Been born, don't know a goddamn thing, and they die first. But you can tell the ones that always been coming over and over again over there that died before and came back, they hide against the wall when she skied that. That same chemical that kills them is the one that they duplicated in the pill for the bitch herself to swallow. Got it? It's similar to whatever that chemical is that her body naturally tries to kill the first group of them son of a bitches that show up and they die. Okay? Then it's some other motherfuckers once they get inside she she got like 50 million arms come up off the ground and start mm-hmm. snatching them bitches and choking the shit out of every last one of them motherfuckers and they die. The other ones swim up a little higher. Okay, the newcomers don't know shit, so they walking on the damn floor and some goddamn booby trap just come and start snatching the shit, and then they die. They lay right there dead. The other ones fly higher because they mission, first of all, the sperm itself have no idea what the fuck is going on. It's like Army. All they know, they was dropped off in the middle of Vietnam, don't know shit. Mm-hmm. They don't even know. So they are fighting for their lives, right? They fighting. 
Mm-hmm. They fighting mm-hmm. for their life. They swimming for their life. They are trying they to. Life, yeah. And this huge ass light show up for whoever make it. And when they see the light, it gives them energy. It's a light in the bitch pussy. Some man ain't got. Mm-hmm. It's a huge light that that shines like a fucking sun. I swear to God, go look at the go look at the shit. It shines mm-hmm. like a fucking sun, and the remaining of uh, the remaining light. Just like the finish line, in a sense, but it gives them a boost of energy, and they swim faster. Those that the other group that survives, mm-hmm. right? So and the those that don't survive, then after they follow that light, but that light gives them energy. So give them like uh, you know, Neff, like when you work out, you get that extra boost, and they can mm-hmm. that because they've been fighting the whole time. And it's a long ass process, right? Like really for hours, be honest. Right. And they fight for a long win. time and shit. Yeah. And so that and that light gives them that extra fucking wind and shit. Whoever remaining, and then that motherfucker just swimming, just swimming and shit, just swimming. And then he finds this little rock to hide under or hide in. It ain't really trying to fertilize no goddamn egg. It's trying to hide <laughs> from this bitch. And it digs itself inside that motherfucker and think it's safe. Mm. It's a natural survival of the fittest. It has right. to find something to hide from this woman's uh, body because it's trying to get rid of that, them, them motherfuckers. Now, the ones that's dead on the float, they stay mm. dead for about five to six days, seven days. Mm. Okay? It's still there on the floor of her body. On the on the uh, what they call that shit like the office on the surface. There we go instead of the flow, on the surface of her body. But they dead. They just lay dead, and about six seven days later they disappear. Mm. Mm-hmm. But the ones that get skeeted with the surface uh, acid, whatever the fuck that shit is, they come out of acid, mm-hmm. the surface acid. They dead on sight. That's like fire just burn the hell out there at the crisp. Right. So they they <laughs> dissipate. Yeah, yeah, and that little that one little motherfucker is looking for a goddamn house to hide in, and he see that little egg just sitting there, and he feels it safe. And then from there, and then from there, some mechanical arms. This is wild as fuck. Some mechanical arms pick up the fucking egg. That shit, that bitch body is some serious. The mechanical, she got like arms, like. Kind of remind you of, you know, when you're looking at the Matrix after that nigga take the pill. It looked like yeah. inside of the womb. It looked just like that. So they picked that little egg up. Remember that nigga was in the egg and, and transferred that motherfucker somewhere else in the Matrix 1. That's what it all looked mm-hmm. like inside of a bitch body. Like some, some uh, egg or some uh, arm with hands come pick that little bitch up. That egg up with that motherfucker inside and transport it somewhere the fuck else. That shit fine. Go look at it. You'll see it. Now, I don't know how I end up on that when y'all were just trying to figure out the little what's in the pill, but it's similar to the same shit that's in the bitch that wants to get rid of the enemies that have invaded. Naturally, a woman does not want to have nothing from nobody because if that was the case, then it wouldn't be acid. It wouldn't be the trappings on her um, shore that start grabbing them and killing them and shit. Whole bunch right. of shit, man. Yeah, I don't know why niggas think that a bitch, the bitch was made to have have baby, be a breeder, nigga. You, that's a damn lie. You better look inside that <laughs> pussy. You better find out what that that bitch got a goddamn that bitch. You talking about? You talking about Russia? 
got some motherfucking weapons. Shit, the bitch body full of military, goddamn artillery, soldiers, all types of shit. She bad now. She a man bad. That's the woman's womb, the woman's insides. Yeah, she got a Leviathan. You'll see it. Go watch the Osmosis Moses. My daughter told me to watch that shit. It's on YouTube. It show you all that shit that happened. You see the little sperm cell. All you got to do is imagine them with guns, but there's no match for her. Some of them. Yeah, that's why anybody done made it through this bitch, boy, you lucky. <laughs> right, very, for, very fortunate. Yeah, you lucky. <laughs> right, a luck right. of the draw. You a lucky motherfucker. <laughs> and then after that, and after that, because the body is like, and at this point now, this is where the brain comes in. Well, it's all dealing with the brain. But then, right, you know the brain is connected to the ether net, right? Mm-hmm. It secretes li- uh, liquid ether, right? Your brain. Mm-hmm. You have a you have an etheric cord at the back. So when it's some when it one of them motherfuckers involved, people upstairs, they send the message to the through the Ethernet to the bitch brain to activate the sebaceous gland in the woman's brain to protect that one. Mm-hmm. So then the sebaceous, because remember the body, her body still want to kill this son of a bitch. So you got to okay. cut it off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the sebaceous gland then kick in in the brain and go downstairs and send all of the information that that, that one that's hiding in that fucking uh, egg that don't want to die, we need to protect it from her. Mm-hmm. And so, bam. So it stays protected for real. This for real. All the way through nine months. This is how you got here. Because something else, a whole nother force has to come in to protect that. That's in her. Right. So her body naturally wants to still get rid of it. It does not matter. Even if it is 12 weeks, her body's still trying to figure out a way to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Even if it becomes 24 weeks, her body's still trying to get rid of that motherfucker. Right. So that gland, sick. that sebaceous gland, has to be stronger mm-hmm. than her body. So it builds mm-hmm. like a protective force or like a force field around that little motherfucker because there's nothing they can do. Now, outside, if she, because you know, it bitches who want a baby and can't carry. Mm-hmm. That body destroys it quickly. No matter where the time bitch get pregnant, she have a miscarriage. Without that shit. Uh-huh, right, right. But it's some that won't, that really want to and keep miscarrying. At, back in the days, in, in the old medical books, they called it abortion. They didn't call it miscarriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, didn't they call it spontaneous thinks, abortion? They could just called it abortion. abortion. They didn't add the word spontaneous or none of that shit. The word was just abortion. Later they kept adding it to it became spontaneous. In the medical book I had, which was in the 70s, mm-hmm. they called it abortion, okay? 60s, they called it abortion. There was no such thing as miscarriage. There was no such thing as going to a doctor and getting that shit out of you. When the baby died on its own, it was called abortion. It was an abortion. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But not the baby died on its own. The sebaceous gland said, fuck it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so it didn't matter. You know what I'm saying? But a little bit later, they called it spontaneous abortion. A little bit later, they call what you do go get one, an abortion, and what happens in your body, they call it a miscarriage. Now, in the next five, ten years, they're going to call it murder, and you're going to jail. Mm-hmm. Word miscarriage gonna turn into murder. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, and of course, that's to change the mindset of abortion. You know that, right? Because everybody think now, everybody think that abortion is you going to get the bitch sucked out of your ass. Right. And they call that murder. Well. Your children, children are going to call a bitch that couldn't carry a baby a murderer that died mm. inside of her. Mm. Yeah. Because, you know, it's war on women. Yeah, a hell of a war on women. Hell of a war. And you know what's fucked up, though? What's fucked up, though? If a nigga taking that damn pill, what is it doing to it? His whole self You know Y'all probably gonna end up having them side effects Like bitches They were getting fat Hair falling out All types of shit You probably gonna look like An old shrivel up Old goddamn nigga mm. gonna get fat, They gonna get yes, fibroids and shit I'm gonna have to go wrong Fibroids in the dick and shit Cause fibroids in the dick gonna go Awfully wrong. Uh, oh, oh man! Now you got now you got got now now you got to get your dick uh, little pieces of your dick clipped off. Mm. Ain't no telling. Ain't no, ain't no telling what the fuck gonna happen to y'all niggas. <laughs> oh man, that's a real talk there, dog. Like, cause that shit don't even fucking sound right. Um, yeah, I was wondering like why everybody making memes on um because Tierra, one of my daughters did a uh, posted a meme and it was a black bitch and a black nigga and she was like, "Babe, babe, did you take your birth control?" I'm like, "What the fuck is going on? <laughs> did you take your pill, baby? Did you take your pill, baby? I'm like, what the fuck is this shit?" <laughs> But that's for like, that for like, them people like at a night age. You feel me? Damn. Yeah, for real. Like when he get when he get that, not 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 little D. I don't think little D gonna fuck with it. But I guarantee oh, you though, Jane gonna be like that. <laughs> oh hell no! Nah. You better take your motherfucking pill, nigga. <laughs> Oh yeah, I think Jane Jane with with whatever the fuck, whatever it is, motherfucker, is necessary. Whatever they say is necessary. <laughs> I think Jane ain't gonna fall for that shit. <laughs> but girls do. Girls need to be strong on it though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Girls do. Girls need to be strong on it, but a nigga ain't. Nigga gonna lie all day. Hell yeah, I take. You know I take that shit. I took my baby. No, I took my pill. Let me see. Take that motherfucker in front of me. Right. Yep. But that's just that's just the part of a continuous part of a deep pop, though. That's good. That need to happen Mm -hmm. though. 
Listen, yeah. ladies, <laughs> ladies, sisters, you know what nigga mm-hmm. think you only good for is to cook fucking chilling. Mm-hmm. Make sure you pop a capsule, a, pa- a capsule, and put that shit in his fucking food. <laughs> Fuck that nigga. Fuck his bitch ass. Yep. Put that shit in a goddamn bowl of grits for that fuck nigga. Put that (laughs) shit everywhere. He ain't got to go get none. You go get it for his ass. You go get the prescription. And you put that shit in the fucking food. Fuck his bitch ass. (laughs) Only dose that motherfucker in it. Make him give, give him three a day. God damn it. Oh, man. <laughs> mm. Damn, dog. Cold blooded. In mm. my dictionary. <laughs> oh, Ooh, my God. God. Y'all better be glad it was my time, girl. Right that here. shit was popping off when I was 20. That African <laughs> motherfucker would have overdosed on that shit. <laughs> I would have been <laughs> one bitch yeah. happy to be in the goddamn kitchen for that fuck nigga. <laughs> Put that Let shit in the chicken battle, motherfucker. Oh, I would have poisoned an air nigga with that shit. Put it in the drink at the club. <laughs> oh, While man, I've had niggas tables and drop one in that motherfucker. What they, they want? Man, they, want they, 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 they talk about making I'm looking at it. They make it people. So, so it, it, it affects the male virility. And virility is, uh, I guess, equivalent to a female fertility. So when you talk of strength and for, I mean, a motherfucker ain't gonna be able to get hard. <laughs> oh shit! This is gonna make you go limp. No, you asked what? Because I'm looking at it, and the 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 vigor, the, uh, health, sturdiness, constitution. I told you all, uh, I told you it's going to turn y'all wow. into goddamn sorry ass, dumb ass, don't want to, then I tell you a bitch going to end up moving the whole house by her goddamn self, <laughs> if you take yeah. that No vigor. I said they're going to turn y'all yeah, into some weak ass, I'm punk ass, at the, uh, goddamn weak ass motherfuckers. Hell yeah. I ain't got to look that shit up. If you take a man away his vigor and his sturdiness and his constitution. That nigga ain't going to be able to do a goddamn thing. Be he a ain't going to do shit. He ain't going to be able to <laughs> put a spoon to his mouth because that's too heavy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I said virility oh, means marked oh. by strength or force. Yes. Health, sturdiness, and constitution. Hey. Constitution means against women, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> Maybe we need to give it to all men then. Oh, shit. Ooh. Here we go, Don. They said yeah, especially uh, in fathering of children. You ain't fathering anything if you don't have <laughs> Vigor, sturdiness. Well, the reality of it is, is that is your drive. Listen, niggas Mm -hmm. ain't on the fucking pill, and they still don't have vigor, health, sturdiness, especially in fathering (laughs) fucking kids. So that shit, it ain't like you're going to lose it. You never had it. They got vigor, Donnie. You know, they like to fuck. They're not talking about that. In this con- in this sentence, they're saying bigger health, okay. sturdiness, and constitution, especially in the fathering of children. 
Right. Mm. That's why I'm saying niggas okay. ain't never had that anyway, and they ain't been on that nan pill. <laughs> That's what I'm oh, saying. Oh, fathering. Yeah, yeah, I see. Yeah, <laughs> using that language right there. Yeah. Especially in fathering of children. Men ain't never had that shit. <laughs> Without the pill, they have bigger health, sturdiness, and constitution, especially in fathering. Fuck character. But when they say fathering, they don't, they mean just. Procreating. I think they no, 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 no. You can be a weak nigga. You can be a drug addict. You can be a cancer nigga, goddamn, and and get and skeet off in the bitch. And make a pregnant. You don't have to have. You don't have to have that shit. You don't have to be sturdy and fucking a bitch pussy, Neff. And skeet now, okay. You don't have to be healthy to fuck. Oh yeah, I got it. Here it is. Here it is. I got you. I got you. This got is you. about yes. after the child is born. This nigga don't need goddamn dope ass, goddamn birth right. control pills. He still ain't no good. But I'm saying, <laughs> when a nigga and nigga ain't on no goddamn pills, and the nigga ain't healthy, strong, starters, and goddamn BBU. He got no figure, <laughs> no none of that shit already. So you can imagine, <laughs> motherfucker, on that shit. Right. It's two meanings for fathering. Correct. You're right, John. Yeah, but I know I'm always yeah. right because I know how to fucking goddamn read that bullshit you just put in the office for. Hold on, here go the second meaning. Well, the synonyms for fathering. So, right, paternity, raising, raising upbringing. upbringing. Exactly, and they put yeah. maternity there. Mm-hmm. For don't, men yeah. who, identif- who identify themselves as a mother. They had to change it. They had to change Right, that is Maria. What is it, Maria Webster? Man, they didn't change the whole fucking language in that dictionary there, man. You yeah. gotta leave Mr. Webster the fuck alone. I ain't gonna lie to you. Uh, man, leave Webster, American, anything, leave all yeah. the motherfuckers alone. You gotta we gotta, we gotta come out with our own dictionary for our people, man. For our Hell yeah. Generation, man. That's real talk because they be yeah, changing yeah. this shit up. And put a white man's face on it, though, so I You got to do it. with fathering. Like, that's a new one to me. You're right. Maternity. You caught that one, Don. I, hey, I catch everything, baby. Mm-hmm. Self got goddamn diseases and feelings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that people you know? <laughs> Oh, but that's an interesting thing. So uh, vitamin A is is tied to your um, sexual organs and the and, and you know all of that type of stuff because they're blocking that vitamin A. It's a vitamin A blocker, right? That's what it says. Sweet potato, they do yeah, because I've I've always read that um, if a woman was having problems conceiving that she was supposed to eat sweet potatoes. Like start eating more sweet potatoes. I remember reading reading shit about that a long, long time ago. About fifteen, twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah, I I won't be participating in that particular study right there. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker at the like University it. of Minnesota hope that blocking vitamin A <laughs> <laughs> can reverse can reverse sterility in humans. In humans, right. I know. That's why I'm glad I stopped fucking because uh, I eat a lot of sweet potato pies once a year. <laughs> so I, I knew I heard them. 
Yeah, man, you gotta give up. You gotta give up. You gotta give up the dick in order to enjoy your sweet potato pie, right? Decisions, decisions, decisions. I tell you, decisions, decisions, decisions. Man. Did I do dick or sweet potato pie? Because I do sweet potato pie and dick, mm-hmm. something else is going to happen. I'm about to have another oh, baby. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man, you got to stay away from that shit, man. That's why I just grind on dot leg till I bust. And then he be like, please let me stick it in. I say, hell yeah, no, nah, fuck, bro. I'm, about to, I'm, I'm almost at a six-pack, bitch. That's a fuck, no. Give a fuck. Mm. 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 Hell no, dog. <laughs> yeah, hell no, now mm-hmm. we damn near fifty. Fuck, we look like the rest of these dumbasses. Didn't do no whole mm. shit like that, man. I don't want no. I don't want nobody know I've been fucking. <laughs> That's a tall side right there. Get one of them goddamn watermelons in your body and shit. Everybody know. Look, that bitch been fucked. Mm. That bitch been mm-hmm. got fucked. Right. Hey, hey, what did Dan Pena say about um he said he said um he said he said success is like a pregnant bitch. Everybody congratulates you. But you don't know but they don't know how many times you how got times fucked. You got stuck. How mm. many times you got fucked <laughs> <laughs> in the process. Everybody congratulates you, but they don't know how many times you got right. fucked. Damn, so don't look like I got right. fucked walking around this bitch mm. like I got right. fucked. Hell no. Nah. <laughs> like one time. And I got pregnant this one time. Plus it don't work. Mm. Nah, that's, a, that's an anomaly. Mm. Nah, you've been fucking repeatedly. Repeatedly. Mm. Yeah, uh, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pass on that. That's 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 a thank you for the heads up now on the uh, road. <laughs> what is it? The road of tonic acid or whatever it is. We we appreciate that. Yeah, but, that's uh, vitamin A. That's vitamin A, also known as red. That's vitamin A. The acid. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, acid. Mm. Yeah, that's not mm. what's gonna kill your sperm. We're gonna make it right, they're trying to prevent that yeah, process, right? Yeah, I so they need. We need to find out what they put in it because it's probably also in certain foods. Wow. You know Great. what I'm saying? If, if vitamin Great. A makes you, yeah. That's a great question. Yeah. Does so yeah. vitamin A make you fertile? Yeah. <clears throat> so, um, and virility. Yeah. So yeah, you got to uh, y'all got to find out what's in the shit, so y'all won't be, you know. No, right. you know what? Fuck y'all. I'm not on man's side. Like I said, right. bitches. Poison that I was waiting for Neff to go to another subject. Like Neff, damn, we out the back door, and dog. Poison that it. son of a bitch. Put it in everything. <laughs> Put it in his milk. Put it in his Kool Aid. Put that shit in everything. Fuck. That nigga. <laughs> oh, right. damn. So I'm looking at this. I'll, so I'll, they're talking about a uh, another mRNA type of uh, medicine. That's what that for is. For the dick. For the dick. For the dick, yeah. I'm, I'm about to oh, talk. Yeah, perfect. they're talking. 
I'm all for you, Yeah, they, they you said it, it was the breakthrough technology. Now they can do it for everything. Now they can use MRI mm. for everything. For everything. Oh, nigga. You're going to have nano, okay. nano bite, uh, biting at your sperm and shit. Biting at your mm-hmm. little muscle part that make you hard. Them little nano bite going to be gnawing your cord. That little vein part. That shit ain't going to get hard at all. They're going to eat that shit away. Them nano bites. They're going to be chipping. Biting it. You ain't going to ever get hard. That shit beautiful. I'm all for that shit, man. Mm-hmm. How much can I invest in this company? Right. Man, no, we don't that long ass anyway, motherfucker. Man. That motherfucker really. don't appreciate the bitch anyway, man. Fuck it. He never appreciated a woman. Son of a bitch. I never appreciate the bitch he fucking. Bitch, he got pregnant. I'm all for it. Man, retinoic acid is very important. Uh, Vitamin A, boo. Control mycobacterium tuberculosis and shit. Limiting bacteria access to the cholesterol and the propanol coenzyme A. It's really the vitamins that save our lives. It depends on what we eat, though. I don't believe the vitamins in the bottle. But, um, <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, yeah, it keeps us, yeah, our cells, you know, converted. Whatever we eat, it pull out the what is considered the vitamins, and it convert it to A, B, all the way to zinc. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they know that. Yeah, they 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 trying to transhumanoid a motherfucker around this bitch. That's they don't exactly care about the they do. They try to figure robot. that shit out. Yeah, yeah, I cannot get hot on. <laughs> I am infertile. Me gonna be. Everybody gonna be fucked up. <laughs> Please yeah, tell me what you think. They already took the seeds out of fruits. And fruits with no seeds fuck up your reproductive system, but they're trying to figure out, like, why people are still fucking and eating seedless watermelons, oranges, or grapes, <laughs> all types of shit. How the fuck? So that ain't work. They got to come with something that else. Yeah. They can't figure it out. That, you know what I mean? They keep trying. But, but it's all man the universe is great. It's always up. something else, right? Like, they done went from the fucking atom to the, what, the quartz? Down to the goddamn mm-hmm. nano, and there's always something underneath. We won't us. even be here when this shit happens. We won't no, even be no. here. Nah, we ain't gonna be here. No. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. When all this they shit happens, man, we ain't gonna be here. We'll be dead and gone. Because there's always gonna be something else that they find. Yeah. <laughs> like, we didn't. Yeah, we ain't gonna be here. <laughs> right. We ain't gonna be here. We'll be dead and gone, man. You ain't got nothing to worry about. It's just the ones that left here. Yeah. Uh, when birth control hit, my grandmama wasn't on that shit because she already stopped fucking. Right. So, yeah, I see what yeah, you're you, yeah. yeah, yeah, like, but mm-hmm. it's, it's it's probably going to be enforced and shit because they want to enforce shit on people now. You know what I'm saying? It's no longer a choice. You don't have a choice in the matter. 
Line up at yeah. your door in the morning and take your fucking room shit, man. Everybody's going to have to tell on each other, you ain't take your fucking beer. I'm calling the cops. <laughs> right. Yeah. Walk through a It'll be 1984. Yeah. They ain't got no choice. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. They're going to take everything, man. We won't even be here. Don't even worry about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we won't even be here. Well, that's hey, um, Yes. Now, that goddamn, uh, um, damn, X-Files could. I watched this episode five fucking times. Which this one? one episode about the smoking man and his oh, whole backstory. Uh-huh, and how he yes, killed, yeah. yeah, and then Martin, All Martin the Luther King players. and that bitch. Yes. Martin Luther King yes. and that motherfucking man. And they like, yo, we got mm-hmm. to kill this nigga. We yeah. got to kill yeah, this nigga. After they killed Kennedy, Martin started talking fucking sideways. The cash shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what shit. did it. That's when they knew they had to mm-hmm. take that motherfucker out. He started taking. He started talking sideways, and he and I just why I kept watching it over and over because I kept missing the part. So after he, the guy that had to kill him, that's the smoking man. He he volunteered mm-hmm. to kill him. But um yeah. he, he minded his business at house and at home and Martin vocals is coming through the radio and shit, you know. They always play right. Martin Martin shit when he talked. Mm-hmm. And then that nigga was doing something and he heard Martin say some foul shit and he stopped, he said, Damn, why would you say that shit? Next thing you know it was exactly a meeting. like he just it was a fucking meeting. Right? Yep. It yep. was a fucking meeting, yep. and they said, we're going to have to get rid of this nigga. We're going to have to get rid of him. First, they was trying to, first, they didn't want to kill Martin. They was like, maybe we just fuck his whole image up. You know what I'm saying? Put him, right. make, him uh, make, make him fuck somebody other than his wife. And then right. one of them said, yeah, make it a white woman. And they was like, man, that shit ain't even going to work, man. None of that shit gonna work. We're gonna have to kill the bastard. And that when the smoking man volunteered, he said, I'll kill him. He said, Ain't nobody yeah. gonna kill him but me. Yeah. And they said, Why? He said, Because I admire him. Mm-hmm. I admire him. I really like him. That's a badass episode. So I'll kill yeah, him. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, one. and it's the same shit that the CIA agent said about um, Bob Marley. He admired him. He really loved him, cared about him, and all that type of shit. And he'll be the one to kill him. Right. But it was his yeah. duty, his patriotic duty to do it. Yeah. Yeah, he said That's for the bad. greater good, the CIA <laughs> agent that killed um He said, you know, I was thinking it was for the greater good and shit. The motherfucker had my mind fucked yep. up. But that smoking man mind was not fucked up. That motherfucker oh, was like, no. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do that shit with no fuck what you heard. He had his hand in every major event, every major event since the 1970s. Probably before that, shit, before that. Um, When Kennedy and all of them. Yeah, yeah, they called him in for Kennedy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's when they pulled him out and told him, you're no longer part of the military, this, that, anything, anything that fucking happened from this point on, motherfucker, you keep your mouth shut. And they let him in. That's thing you know, he running the whole table. Man. He running all the old niggas. That's a, that's, that's a, yeah, that's a cold episode. I remember that. Man, I watched that shit five fucking times, <laughs> man, just to get, just to see, 
For real, man, it's amazing, man. That motherfucker said I admire him. I'll be the one to do it. That's amazing, right? That means you got to watch out. Mm-hmm. You don't really watch out for your haters. You watch out for the motherfucker that admire your ass. Right. You know why you was talking? Yeah. I was thinking. I was like, hmm. <laughs> That's true because yeah. that means they would have a rabbit. That means they would have a rabbit obsession with you. People who truly admire you, like for yeah, real, for yeah, like, it'd be an honor to kill you. It'd be an honor right. to kill you. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be an honor to kill you, motherfucking shit. Mm-hmm. Cause the guy, I mean, the smoking man was so smooth. He was like, I ain't gonna let nobody fucking do that shit but me. Mm-hmm. I'ma do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And they said, and they said, why? They said because I admire him. I really like him. Mm-hmm. Say so I like everything you stand for, everything. I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dementia. <laughs> That's the same thing that CIA agent said about Bob Marley. He didn't want to do it, but he did it. Mm. Yep, he said he, he liked it. That he made it good in the country. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, Martin fucked up. He said something like, he, I, I got to watch it again now. Said. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, fact, I got to see it. It's going to be my 18th time. I keep it. I, I think it was when he said something about Vietnam, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, that's yes. what it was. Yeah, it was Vietnam, and they said, yes. if this son of a bitch, he, yes. you know what they said? We cannot win. If this motherfucker right. don't get them niggas on board to fight for Vietnam, right. he said we will not win yeah. if we don't yeah. have them black yeah. people fighting with us. We will lose. Yeah. And this, mm-hmm. that's, yep, mm-hmm. and from, that's why they yep. had to take them out. Yep, because of some yep. Vietnam shit he said. That's right. what did it. The draft it. was yeah. in effect at that time, right? They was drafting people, right? Oh, yeah. Vietnam. Oh, they were drafting niggas out of Harlem, Detroit. Yeah. Every yeah. congregation where niggas lived in, in masses, they they was out there. They they tossed them right into the jungle, right into the jungle. Yeah, I don't think he made it a week after that speech. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. That's real talk. He spoke out against yeah. that Vietnam War. So he's basically saying us niggas do not need to get involved in it, and that's where he fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, be like because yeah. they cause they couldn't win without black people. That's true. They literally said that shit. This nigga, yeah. this nigga <laughs> in our way now. Because if he right. convinced the black people not to join us, we would lose the fucking Vietnam War. Yeah, that's a good point. black man. That was a strong part right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And niggas, if niggas really know that, that's why you don't participate in white man's games. Cause that way right. we can watch this son of a bitch lose. Mm. Right. Correct. Right. It's just like that recording of that, that right. the man who owned Universal. He said, we can't make no real money in the music industry if we ain't got urban music. Mm, 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 so mm. all that shit, all that That's Adele and all that Billy Lee shit and all that day. Billy like Ray Cyrus, country that. music, rock and roll, right. all that pop, all, all that, that bullshit. But no, not came from us. It's mm-hmm. our genre. It's niggas got to right. be involved in it's order niggas. for these crackers to make money or win war. But we pull out their shit. 
That'll yep. be the end. Them motherfuckers be jumping out That's the building again is. like the stock market crash. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they try to try yeah, to hurry up and figure out this hybrid hell, situation, on. <laughs> like yeah. we got to learn that how to make people. <laughs> they need that niggas for everything. For him to say that shit. Right. They need niggas for everything. Make no music. You can't. We can't make no money in entertainment if you ain't got niggas. Neff, mute the after party. It's your after party giving us that. Remember, I got the mic. I was yeah that was I Every, check your text message I texted you seven hours ago I telling did, you yes, I know I did, <laughs> <laughs> I did. okay <laughs> I did okay and yours is muted right your after party okay try it again now. I don't have no feedback I don't understand yeah, that yeah, we hear yeah, some yeah, beeping yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on, let me open up my mic real quick then, because I know you want to play it, right? You want to play what he said, the clip. Yeah, I want to, not just, yeah, that, and I got something else before we get up, get up out of here. I well, drop the link before, then, because yours is deep, and I don't know where in, where is it coming okay, here, from. Okay, here, 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 oh, shit, let me hurry up, okay. Here I opened up, I opened up mine so I can stream it. It's that, and then I'm going to play, let me give you the, um, the man real quick. <clears throat> You want me to play this one first or wait, uh, just let everybody no, let's get see, the, let's the, see. the label first? Here, and see. Yeah. Here's, the, here's the label, man, real quick. But then you can play that one. I just thought that was a hell of a thing to say. They don't just put on oh, record shit. there. Ah, fuck. Well, I might got to sign in on the other one. Let me sign in real quick on that other one. The computer, you know, it scrolls. Fuck, you got 25 seconds. You got oh, see, it's seconds. too late because I got my video game in it. <laughs> I, I got my video game on the screen. <laughs> this ain't going to work. 20 seconds. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm going to have a goddamn BTR up on this motherfucker. It's too late. Seven. Oh, shit. I got to sign in. Oh, shit. Wait, Three. wait. Come on, 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 come on. Are you serious? It's over. It's over. Damn, we got an echo. That's some cool that? shit. That's Neff. That's no, but it came in Neff. right on time, though. God, <laughs> damn, I didn't make it. Okay, if it showed up, it's fine. Right. Let me see if I got the video. Okay. <laughs> Let's play. See if I can unmute. I ain't this a bitch. God damn. Refresh the page. Maybe I can get something. Uh, video from internal Walt Disney Company meeting shows top executive vowing to greatly increase the number of LGBT characters production. Why do you always do that when they play some niggas somewhere? <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. What you mean? They they have blackface to carry their pail to carry the water. Oh, I can't see it. I don't know what you... you can't see it? So that's what that first link is saying? That's what it's speaking to? Yes. Yes. Yeah, holla. Latoya. It's a video, Latoya. right? Now, is it a video? Yes, yes it is. Yes it is. Do I need... It's just... mm-hmm. Is it on Twitter? Is that the one I click on? Or... No, it's inside It's in... It's inside of the link. And, and it's a, oh, um... yeah, 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 okay. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. But let me try to take it to another browser, man. And I, and and look at the title of what she's saying. Mm-hmm. This is to reimagine tomorrow. 
reimagine. You know, Disney is about all about imagination. What are we supposed to be reimagining? I have no fucking idea. Disney producer <laughs> brags about pushing gay agenda in cartoons. President wants more, wants many more LGBT characters. I read that shit wrong the first time, then. I thought they were listening that shit. The fuck? <laughs> I'm done with Disney. Disney out there, man. Yeah, Disney's yeah, Disney all the way out there on that one. Disney got all Bob this Iger. child trafficking and shit. Child, everybody work for Disney getting locked up for fucking kids. I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, didn't that little white kid who was famous come out of Disney? The guy who who blew the whistle on all of them. I forget his name. They all killed of them. That they got a whole mini. They got a pipeline. Oh, come mm-hmm. out of fucking Disney. When it comes to them child so they charging. They charging everything to coming across oh, that motherfucking Mickey screen. Mouse Clubhouse. They all come from the Mickey Mouse Club. They all grown-ass men, faggot-ass men, dyke-ass bitches in costumes playing with fucking kids. They sick. They sick. That's why Disney ain't for children. It's for adults. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they sick. Yeah, that shit for adults, man. I never let my children watch Disney until they got old. So y'all ready to see some fucking? Let's watch Disney. <laughs> <laughs> Want to see some rated X shit? <laughs> All right. Now I was hoping you can play it because I got I got. I am. I, I am. I am. I'm just fucked up, man. I fucked up real bad now. Hold up. It's all good. You know I that whole agenda about Don getting his ready. You know, this whole, mm-hmm. what is uh minor, attractive people or whatever they call the it. People. It's growing. Yes, yes. Yeah. They, they, yep. All they're trying to do is cover up an issue that something has been an issue with the LGBTQs for a long time. They have no been doubt. known, you see what I'm saying, to go and uh, turn people's kids out. That's what they do. No doubt. And they're trying to make this thing just... Uh, a minor attracted like it's something separate and apart from the culture of the LGBT. Right. You see what I'm saying? Like, you know, but they come hand in hand. You all know, you know what I mean? They they tapping little boys and girls. That's what they be doing. That's a fact. You know, uh, that's a fact. That's, that's their hunt. That's their hunt. Yeah, and they're trying to legitimize their hunt. Yes. yes. It coming now. The arrow is finally uh-huh. moving. <laughs> <laughs> the arrow is moving. Isn't that what the Catholic priest got busted for? Uh, little boys? For what? Touching? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. they owe billions of dollars. They like, we ain't paying that shit. Well, yeah, and, right. and and they were moving priests, and they were moving priests from monastery to monastery, knowing that they had all these children up under their belt that they was molesting, and they're just moving to another mm-hmm. monastery, taking from Ohio and move his ass to Wyoming, and they'll go there, and then they go over here, and they put him in a diocese, archdiocese in Boston, and then take his ass to San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. So you can have molested two hundred children. Mm-hmm. 
I've seen a movie. I remember watching a documentary or a movie. I went to a documentary, a movie about about that shit. That was the, the sickest shit I ever seen. That they, they're, they're, they're rational. They're reasoning. For why what documentary um, you watched? I forget what it was called. This one was actually a movie. I've seen two. I've seen documentary about um, a, a young man's pursuit to find, to track down the priest. Because, like I said, this is how we found out oh, that they'd be hiding them. And they moved them from monastery to monastery. Um, but, and they know what these priests are doing. Of course they know because, you know, they participate. You cover up what you participate in. So... But the other one was a movie based on true events. But see that just to watch the movie made me cringe because they hear the, the when the when the parents found out the little boy was having blood in his stool, and the mom was uh. like, "What's you know?" And um, and then the little boy was like, "You know, the the um father whatever was saying that it's God's love, you know." And then. When he when they finally came to the priest and was like, you know, you you know what you've been doing and all that, and he was, and it was just like their nonchalantness with it. It's like he wasn't even frazzled that he got caught molesting these these young boys, all these altar boys and all this shit. He was like, this is how I show my how God shows His love through me to them. That was his rational. That was what he was saying. See, that whole goddamn religion shit is is based Mm -hmm. on that sick-ass shit. That whole God, God felt everything. My idea that damn when that bitch was like trying to flip it to who will love. I'm talking about who will love. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about Mm -hmm. that Umi. Like, bitch, get the fuck out of here. On some of that right. who love. That's who the fuck you think you right. talking to? I'm all in, in the love of the love of who? In the love of who? In the love. Bitch, bye. <laughs> you sick bitch. Sick. Yeah. Well. Oh, yeah, they always do. They real sick with that shit, man. Mm. Yo. And, and the, it seemed like black, all the motherfuckers did involved Catholic in that. motherfuckers yeah. did to do that same shit. Got bitches. Sucking their penis uh, to get oh. God's love and shit. Right. Bitches shit. laid out on the floor and then nigga kicking the shit out of these black bitches pussies to uh, heal it and Damn. shit and get the devil out. He mm. beating the he- with his shoes on. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that shit done got mm. work in the name of God, man. They sick with in that shit. That's why, man, you better not come to me with no in the name of God and all that whole ass shit. <laughs> First person that ever did that shit, and it better be the last, was my sick ass brother. That nigga did some foul shit uh-huh. to me and said, L-U-L-U-N-U-L-U-L-U-L told him to do that shit to me. I say you a mm. sick mm. motherfucker. Y'all motherfuckers. Mm. Stay away from them godly motherfuckers, man. That's the point. That's the wow. problem. Keep your children away from them motherfuckers. Yeah. That has been a thought that I am have been seeing. You know what I mean? Them motherfuckers ain't right. This is my way of yeah. showing God's love. Get the it's fuck love. out of here. Through me. I know oh, God man, is a sick like, motherfucker, but God damn, y'all got no when to discriminate. God's sick ass. It's from your sick ass. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. 
So what, after he said that, now what did the, the mm. mom and dad and whoever the fuck, them white people stupid, that motherfucker would have been goddamn yeah. shot in the head. Ain't no way in hell I want to be your reason. Mm. I would have killed that motherfucker. Right. He, he was yeah. arrested. He was a, he got arrested, but then that was the uncovering of how the archdiocese cover up, covered up down. hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of uh Complaints by by family by families of, of these boys that they were molesting, and and they have and they got paperwork like the church got the fucking paperwork, and and they literally had stored, yeah, they got files literally stored like how many fucking kids Father Flager fucked, you know. And, so um, Flager got caught up, and I heard that. Right, so he oh, did. Oh, I get don't know. Out. I just used his name. Oh, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised. He, he had allegations because he had to step aside for a minute. Oh, I didn't. I don't know, know what those allegations went. I can't speak to that. He has, he has gay mannerisms about Father Flagan, and I don't like the fact that Farrakhan fucks with him. Like, I don't understand why he. Um, That's his main. He fuck with him. Farrakhan fuck with who? Uh, exactly. Father, Father Flager, Flager out of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm like, nigga, why, like, why are you fucking with him like that? I mean, man, that's Farrakhan. Farrakhan, a trifling piece of shit, man. <laughs> that nigga fucked up. <laughs> Farrakhan is fucked up. <laughs> he fucked up. He a trifling mm. ass nigga. Tell him I said it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, I'm not surprised with Disney doing it. Just it's time to go all on board. If you, I mean, how do you get the younger children to ex- have the complete accepting of the shit out here? You have to put it in the child's movies and shit. And cartoons ain't enough. They need them full feature films, and they need to, oh, they, like, they have like to make it overt. Ones, huh? Let them just stare at this yeah. shit, and they push out subliminal messages right. as well as in your face. Business, yeah. Direct and indirect. They said we going. They going all in. It's, they gonna have a full. It's only a matter of time for them full feature film with uh, leading gay characters all the way. It's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time, man. Yeah. So all in the name of inclusion and shit. This fucking be sick, man. L G B T Q I A now. What the fuck? What the fuck is that? What's the I A? L G B L G B T Q I A. I have no fucking ideas. <laughs> what the fuck is the I and the A? Right. <sighs> yeah. I A. And they said, and they want minimum of fifty percent of characters to be LGBTQIA and wow. racial minorities. You know who they're going See? after? Racial Black minorities, moving children, and yep. racial minorities. Mm-hmm. Mm. Boy, if they don't fucking goddamn blow this whole goddamn planet up. <laughs> We need an atomic bomb. Oh, God. This is just too fucking much. I got you. This is the, um, this is the Disney uh, Corporation. 
intersex and asexual slash aromantic slash agender. So the A got like three different motherfucking meanings. Oh, shit, me and them asexual. They trying to get everybody. In a minute, A ain't going to be in that bitch. Hetero. <laughs> like, fuck it, we all. <laughs> okay, you got us. We're all a part of LGBTQTHYGHMLMOP. Right, right. <laughs> like, See, we all right. motherfucking part of the family. We are. Right. Asexual romantic. What the fuck that mean? You just romantic? I, I, 